The following is a world-class Bullshitters exclusive. Welcome to World-Class Bullshitters, the epitome of pop culture. I'm Bruce Jeff, the one, the only, the hungry. Baby, baby, boys and girls, children of all ages, you know the world is getting fucked up when phrases like shot in the dark take a whole new meaning. I think it was daytime when he pulled the trigger. <laughs> that man shuffling in the background is the last standing Samoan Big Red Nicky Tam. 40 years ago, evil dies tonight. That's all I got to say. Oh, Jesus. Say it 44 more times and you're accurate, just like the film. <laughs> uh, I had a guest visiting this week, and they wanted to watch Halloween Kills. Suffice to say, we didn't watch Halloween Kills. But I told him all the spoilers, so you're welcome, buddy. Good. Yeah. And finally, let's say hello to American Ramrod, Kendo Slice. Eternal is supposed to mean forever. However, I don't think this thing's going to last another week or two. Yeah, Kendo, we might have a fucking record on our hands. We Actually, we do have a record. The first rotten MCU film. When we reported it, it was at 57%. It's dropped to 54%. How long? <clears throat> I don't know. I'm not sure. But I would like to say to everyone out there that's spurging out on the internet, these are critic reviews and fanboys cannot dictate this score. This is what Perfect. other people, the paid professionals, are saying about the film. And it's shit in the bed. So, yeah. Oh, it's Can't blame us this time. Yeah, I, it's, it's hilarious how the paid professionals are even just like, listen, man, I can't give this a good score. I really can't. That's I can't do that. You think Disney just didn't pay enough? No, I think I I think it's I think it's to the point of where this movie is so shit that even like the critic themselves, like their personal brand cannot be tarnished by them saying this movie is good. Go watch it. So Scott Mendelson's not going to blame white men this time, is he? Even though he is one. Mean, like, and, 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 and he's also he's also a real questionable looking one whenever you look at his picture. Like, you know, he's just kind of like, I don't know, man. Maybe, maybe you shouldn't live next next to a school. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I have questioned if I should keep Damn. his face on title cards, but I'm just, hey, 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 I'm not, I'm not saying anything. I'm just saying he, he looks questionable. Okay, he looks suspect. All right, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> My fucking boy over here is already throwing goddamn warheads across the fucking bow yeah. tonight. I like it. You got some candy? I ain't saying nothing. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, can, I, I got candy corn for everybody. Oh <laughs> shit! Yeah, I actually like candy corn. Yeah. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, this podcast is is, is endorsed tonight by candy corn. Yes, candy corn. It's only good one month of the year. <laughs> Correct. Well, actually, it's it's it, it's good for about ten years if you just you know, you know, yeah. it, it it never it never grows mold or you know gets old or anything. It's it's weird. It's sugar on sugar. What do you expect? Exactly. So speaking of uh, candy, this past week was Halloween. Dion, how was your Halloween? It was very good. It was um kind of low key. Uh, the nephew came over. The sister came over. We just went to the uh, one of the one of the fucking neighborhoods that are right next to where where we are. Uh, and it was particularly one of the nicer ones. Um, you know, when a brother gets a gets a couple bags of cash, I'm gonna buy me one of those fucking houses. But uh, it was nice. We got early enough where it wasn't too crowded. And then one dude who had candy and a table on his front stoop. He also had a little baby cooler. He said, "Hey, you guys, uh, you guys want a beer? That's the adult candy over there." And sure mm -hmm. enough, I got me a beer. While I was walking around, it was Bud Light, but damn it, it was free beer. Shit, <laughs> a happy Halloween! Dude, that, yeah, that sounds that sounds awesome. I'm glad I'm glad they, they're thinking of the adults as now adult, the adults as well right. now. So that's good. I'm so surprised. I'm, I'm surprised that they didn't give you like adult treats while you were walking around. <laughs> yeah. You would have had those. 
<laughs> yeah, hey. I'm waiting for that because they're always they're always telling kids like, oh, you know, check a candy. It might, it might be weed or whatever. It's like there's no way you're giving a kid an edible. Hey, do you know yeah. how much those cost? <laughs> that shit do you know how much cheap. they cost? Well, Nick, you would have enjoyed our Halloween party because that's what we gave out. We didn't really buy <laughs> drinks this year. We had a, a a special table full of everything from pre-rolls. Wait, to hold edibles. on, hold on, hold on. Was your, was your table like like the tray from uh, Dragnet, like like that kind of shit? <laughs> when you come over, there's just a fucking like cabinet tray that we just filled up with everything. So it's oh, huge. It's like it's a stationary cabinet that you we just has a, have a top layer of it's like the size of a dresser we just filled the top with free okay, shit well, I, I will i will i will be there saturday as will as will dion so yeah, there yeah. you go so uh yeah help us with our halloween leftovers kendo uh well how was yes. your halloween buddy good i i barbecued i drank it was fine now nick Wait, did, you're did, the you, did you all did you all use my shutter login no on halloween anytime i gave it to you just out of you know out of you know good faith so i'm gonna watch all of creep show soon so it's it's a fun it's a fun show man let me tell you i can guarantee this much it's not woke it is you know obviously there's some there's some episodes that waver but overall they're fun so it's better than jordan peele's twilight zone a hundred percent getting my balls nailed to a stool in a Jesus. crowded nightclub and the busy one at that would be better than watching jordan peele's fucking twilight holy zone. shit <laughs> What do the amount of patrons in a nightclub have to do with the pain and shame you feel by nailing your nutsack to something? I, I'm just proving a point that I'd rather do that than watch an episode of Jordan Peele's fucking. You know, he'd rather he'd, he'd rather have his exposed his exposed bloody nutsack out in a club than watch Jordan Peele's um, in Twilight Zone. Folks, what would you show how dedicated <laughs> Jordan Peele's Twilight Zone? Let us know all throughout the night. <laughs> uh, while we're talking to the audience, though, we have a word of the week. Uh, this is a fun one. It's a little weird, but uh, jubblies. So, jubblies. folks, come up with uh, your movie titles with jubblies. Kendo, would you care to see if jubblies work? Uh, Fistful of jubblies. Mm-hmm. No jubblies home. Mm-hmm. No jubblies for old men. Twelve no. angry jubblies. There will be jubblies. Six pissed off chicks, Nick. <laughs> hey, it's either pissed off or it's or it's an orgy. I don't know which one you want. Like I'm, I'm, I'm going for the orgy. Okay, I'm just, I'm just. I'm saying. sure people have been pissed off at orgies, Nick. <laughs> that's because they weren't involved. They were, they were the guy left in the corner. That's why. Or just depending on what is, you know, keeps hitting you in the face. That that's true. That's true. <laughs> then, 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 then you need to back up or change position. Okay. Or just not go at all. It's got to be so gross. <laughs> Sweaty leather everywhere. The old, the ultimate super spreader event. That's what it is. <laughs> Somebody's spreading. Yeah. So, folks, have thank fun you for with getting the, that. Thank you for getting that. Have fun with jubblies tonight, folks. <laughs> it's Thursday, so you know what to do. Uh, up next, let's talk about a couple of uh, housekeeping things. Listener of the week is our friend Darren Copson because he shared one of the funniest memes of the week. It was a Ghostbusters action figure of the Ghost BJ. I'm going to pull that right up on screen for a minute. Sorry, what? He sent me that this morning and I was laughing. Yeah, this fucking broke me when I saw this this morning myself. I was like, dude, what the fuck? Oh my god. Oh shit, wait, hold on. I think I I think I know that sticker. I think, yeah, I, uh, I think, I think, I know that, that, I think, and I, I think I know that, to, that, 
that 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 uh, that parody toy company. I like that there are a lot oh. of people doing like making their own toys of, of their own shit. I really do like that because um, you're getting a lot of stuff that you wouldn't you normally get. Yeah. yeah, dude, I'm happy with uh, my Joe Bob Briggs figure and these random ass Michael Myers things that they make these days. So. Dude, I got dude. Uh, like I said, keep I keep forgetting to take pictures of it. Uh, I got the uh, Halloween Resurrection uh, um, Buster Rhymes figure. From Canada, yes. some 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 guy made it and sold it on eBay in Canada. I was like, I need this. Trick or treat, motherfucker, dude! It's <laughs> it's 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 wonderful. I love it. I I, <laughs> I snipe I snipe bit somebody out of it in like the last two minutes. They got real pissed off at me. That's the way to do it. Yeah, yeah he hesitates, masturbates. That's how it works. But Darren <laughs> Copson, thank you very much for uh, making us laugh, folks. If you want to become listener of the week, all you got to do is get our attention in a positive way. It's that easy. Thank you, Darren. Now, folks, on the way to you has been or have been tons and tons of copies of Stealing Solo. We had a huge dump uh, this past week at the post office. Yeah, haha. But no, we dropped a bunch of the books off. I documented it on Twitter. There were so many packages that it broke the, uh, what is it, the, the thing, the cart. So we talked about that even more on their way in the coming days. Dion, are you prepared to see, uh, well, it's not that much left but are you prepared to see what it's like to live with one of these comic campaigns i am because it's going to be hilarious to see well i hope you like the color cardboard brown because it's all i see every day <laughs> it's like hey these mailers they came in cardboard brown boxes and they themselves are cardboard brown mailers awesome hey you see this this package of a customized stealing solo tape hey, it comes in a cardboard brown box everywhere thank you so uh dion it's oh and then i ordered the wrong size boxes so i have a whole big bundle of cardboard brown boxes that have to stay here forever can't you hear the excitement <laughs> in my voice oh my god you're gonna be like a fucking action movie set where you and jesse just have fight scenes where you throw each other in the boxes and shit oh like yeah, AEW. pretty much <laughs> this uh, death match somebody could die Somebody could trip in this fucking office. <laughs> oh, God. On some random menace trading cards. <laughs> Paper cuts. Uh, in the next couple of days, I keep talking about the sign-up. I just need to make it happen. But I've been working on Wokebusters all the time. Uh, the guys have seen some in-production work. Uh, there are some stuff that you guys even haven't seen. So Nick, Dion, Kendo, I'll share that with you later. But be on the lookout for that. We'll be having that uh, launching the Indiegogo part. We'll be ready by the time the movie drops. So... Be on the lookout for Wokebusters, and we'll let everyone know when it goes live. You won't be able to miss this one. Uh, people had trouble missing Stealing Solo the second time. That's why it was a bigger success the second time than the first. So thank you, folks, for making that awesome. Now, let's take a quick second to talk about something that's not awesome, not in depth yet, but the movie The Eternals. Ooh, ooh. Yeah. <laughs> so WCBS is going to do something fun. We haven't been able to do this since the rise of Skywalker. But those of us that will be out here in Los Angeles, we're going to go see it on Sunday and do a live review. So, yeah, it'll be drunk. It'll be ugly. It'll be an experience. But that's when we're going to review the film. So if anyone's looking for the review tomorrow, I'm not going to go see this movie multiple times. I'm going to see it with these guys. I'm going to make them suffer. And then I'm going to film their faces and their reactions and put it here on YouTube for you guys to watch for your enjoyment. So be on the lookout for that. Are you guys ready to talk about something fun? Something different, Absolutely. something we've never had a chance to cover before. Sure. Broken lizard. Kendo, you love him, right? <laughs> oh my I god. Do. <laughs> Have you heard the news? Yes. 
I did. So I tagged Nick in the tweet. I was I was ecstatic. Yeah. It now was... for, for those who don't know, what we're talking about is Super Troopers team sets hunchback of Notre Dame satire quasi at searchlight. So the Broken Lizard, Broken Lizard, the comedy troupe behind the film franchise Super Troopers, is teeing up a new movie with Searchlight Pictures. Quasi, a satirical take on the Hunchback of Notre Dame, just kicked off production in Los Angeles. The film will follow a hapless hunchback who yearns for love, but finds himself in the middle of a murderous feud between the Pope and the King of France when each orders a hunchback to kill each other. Kevin Heffernan will star and direct. He wrote the script Ooh. with his troop members, uh, Steve LeMay, Jay Chandrasekhar, uh, Paul Stoller, and Eric Stolhansky, who will all co-star and serve as executive producers. Richard Perello will also produce. Adrian Pilecki, the Orville in Friday Night Lights, will also set the star. The film will debut exclusively on Hulu in the U.S. and elsewhere around the world. I, I'm excited for this one. Kendo, you first. What did you think when you read this? I was excited because I've been looking forward to the next thing that they were going to do. Um, after Super Troopers 2, I was one of the few people that actually liked it because I didn't see it as like so much of a direct sequel. I'm like, look, there's been a long layoff. They got to get back in the habit. And I enjoyed it quite a bit. Um, uh, if Steve Lemmy doesn't play the King of France, I'm going to be seriously disappointed just because I could see him just being a bloodthirsty version of Juan Castillo from fucking uh, Club Dread. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I'm in. I uh, I loved everything. Even the bad stuff that these guys do, like Club Dread was kind of a disappointment, but that's really the only thing that they've done that I've really disliked or just didn't think was that great. I still watch it, but, you know, like Slam and Salmon is a sleeper hit. I fucking quote that movie to you guys. I can't even say decapitated right anymore because that movie is always decapitated. <laughs> so I I like it all. It, it, it's, it's, you know what? Bring it on. I'm ready to go. It's such a weird concept. That's why I'm excited by it. Yeah. That's like something totally different because they they spoofed like the cop movies with the Super Troopers. And then they spoofed horror movies with Club Dread. And then they kind of got away. So, you know, sort of from the spoofing thing because Beer Fest was something totally different. I guess you could say it's technically a spoof of their of, of sports movies. And then they did the sequel to Super Troopers, which they didn't need to do, but I guess they needed something to do. And they figured, well, it's our most popular, most successful movie. We might as well. So for them to go and do a like a medieval story about the Hunchback of Notre Dame, let's do it. I'm I'm still in Camp Beer Fest as their best movie. I know I'm in the minority here, but that's just that's my Broken Lizard movie, man. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. And, dude, even that Tacoma FD show they do is good. And it's not even all of them. It's just some of them. Because I don't think uh, I don't think fucking Thorny is in, in, in that show. At least I don't recall seeing him. And the other two guys behind the guy in the front there and not Large Farva, I don't th- – I think they do, like, cameos and stuff like that. But they're not it, – it's really just Steve Lemmy and Kevin Heffernan, the two Tacoma FD, and that shit's just funny as hell. Dion, Nick, uh, anything else you guys would like to say about this upcoming Quasimodo production from the guys at Broken Lizard? Um, I'm, I'm sure it'd be funny. Yeah, I'm. I'm really surprised that they're doing a period piece, but once again, like it's those guys. I'm. I, I'll. I'm sure I'll love it. They so so far everything they've done has been hilarious, and I've been a big fan of theirs. Um, actually, the the Tacoma FD show just got renewed for a fourth season. So good. Oh shit! They must be doing something right. Yeah. Well, whenever this movie comes out, I think Nick needs to get a flight to the ABQ so we can go see it. Uh, I'm there. It's going to happen. There you go. Sunport's a nice place. 
<laughs> we'll do it, man. We'll do it. We'll 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 watch a bunch of their movies and uh, we'll we'll watch that one. You know that night and we'll review it and you know get drunk, have a good time. Yeah, and then you can see some real Indians. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Call Ramrod. Call Ramrod. Ramrod. <laughs> uh, well, at least there's something fun to look forward to. Um, you guys want to hear about something horrible that happened? Uh, uh, not really, but I'm assuming that it's part of the show. So, Do, does it involve yeah, shooting to somebody you work it. with? Because we heard about that already, and I think we're hearing about that again. Uh, no, somebody's dead on the set I mean, of the new Indiana Jones fits. movie. Wait, hold on. What? <laughs> One more time. Indiana Jones. Indiana Jones Five. Indiana Jones. Indiana Jones. He's the. Uh, He's like a that's black Indiana Jones, Indiana Jones. Yeah, right. <laughs> so that's Indiana Johnson. Oh, yeah. I would rather watch that one. Is it like a black dude in the 40s or is it like a jive black dude in the 70s? No, no, no. It's it's, it's like it's, it's like it's like the movie Boss, but set you know with with, with a hat and a whip. That's how it is. Yeah, that's what it's gonna that would that it would have to be a black exploitation flick at that point. It'd be well, Indiana, Johnson. Johnson. Indiana Johnson. Well, apparently Netflix made one of those. Really? really? Huh. Yeah, it came. It came out recently. You have to tell us about it later, or whenever you want. I don't care. <laughs> we can watch. We can talk about it now. But let's talk about the dead guy who was found on the set of Indiana Jones. Yes. Who did Al Baldwin shoot today? Oh fuck! <laughs> A crew member on the production of Indiana Jones Five has been found dead in Morocco, where filming has been taking pl- pay, uh, place. Uh, Nick Kupak, 54-year-old grip on the film's second unit, was found dead in his hotel room in the city of Fest, Walt Disney Studios told the New York Post on Thursday. Disney states that Kupak's death was not related to the production of the film. A specific cause of death has not been released. This is just one of those freak crazy things, but... When he was found, was he wearing a Fez? Because that would make it extremely ironic. (laughs) Well, as long as he didn't do it the David Carradine way, I think we're we're, we're okay. Well... Time will tell, Dion, because even when David Carradine went down, they were very hush-hush about what happened, and it wasn't until that fucking picture came out that everyone's like, ah, uh-huh, two and two, Dude, baby. I forgot about that. That shit changed my whole outlook on the world. <laughs> yeah. That was so fucking crazy. I was like, damn, I'm in the closet, Dave. Yeah. Yeah, everyone's like, oh, he died He died in his hotel room. Oh, he was in his 70s. You could believe that. And then that picture came out showing a a cord of some sorts wrapped around the wrapped around the towel bar and you're just like oh yeah never mind i kind of have an idea what well the bad thing there. too was it's like they're like well it was in thailand everyone's like oh fuck what did he what was he doing that he ended up dead are we like are we gonna see some fucking elvis in the bathroom like like shit but then they're like oh no he was you know asphyxiation erotic yeah. asphyxiation everyone's like that's kind of better but still makes me sad it, it we it, it's called jacking off with accessories if you guys were to die david carradine style would you be okay with your family announcing how you actually went out no yeah hell no that's embarrassing as shit no because listen he died doing what he loves getting that nut yeah jacking (laughs) off with a cord around his neck All right, Scott's gear too. Uh, he says, didn't know Baldwin was in Morocco this week. All right. That was a good one. <laughs> Damn. That's a good one. Shots fired. Yeah. Oh, yeah, oh. but that, yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's crazy that they just, they, they found this guy dead in his hotel room. Like, yeah. In, in fucking Morocco. Well, uh, Morocco is not, not is, really nice. Place, what kind so of dirt did he have on Kathleen Kennedy? 
shit. <clears throat> he knew about the alternate cuts of the rise of Skywalker. Yeah. The one that we haven't and he wasn't going to keep them quiet, so they had to quiet them down for him. Imagine somebody being killed for leaking a three-year-old movie's like plot point or two-year-old movie's plot point. It's like, oh, we were going to do this, and then they just. Well, I mean, it is it is Hollywood, and they are pretty crazy out there. So I wouldn't put it past them. They do some dumb shit out here. Yeah, That's true. Oh, so let's hopefully this car alarm shuts the fuck up soon. But let's talk about <laughs> something else sad while Family. we're uh, waiting to be. Oh, it's it's done. Perfect. Awesome. Happy now. <laughs> uh, good. Broken like that, guys. I got some bad news about one of our um, one of our heroes from March 2020 to March 2020. Joe Exotic. Yeah, I Ooh. saw that today. Wait, what happened? Yeah. Hold on. Okay, uh, let's get a good image up. And then Kendo, you can tell Nick, and then I will uh, continue. Are we guessing what, story. motherfucker? All right, Nick. Kendo, what happened with Joe Exotic? Well, Nick, let's just say that he's probably moved to the top of my Deadpool draft roster for next year. Um, he uh, came out today and said that he has a very aggressive form of prostate cancer. Oh, yeah, so, oh my. Clearly, so, he was not getting a massage nearly enough. Oh, God. Um, I was going to talk about David Carradine, but I'll leave that alone. So, the former <laughs> zookeeper known as Joe Exotic, the star of Tiger King. What? God damn it. Just leave a thing? <laughs> that is awesome. Not too soon. <laughs> Uh, so, Joe Exotic is serving prison time in a murder-for-hire plot. On Wednesday, he said he's been diagnosed with an aggressive form of cancer. Doctors called me in today to break the news that my prostate biopsy came in back with an aggressive cancer. Carol will have her own party over this. Say a prayer, everyone, and be my voice. Love, Joseph Maldonado Passage, wrote in a tweet. Uh, what I need is the world to be my voice to be released, he wrote. Uh, addressed to everyone. A photo of the letter accompanied the tweet. They have the proof that I did not do this, and there is no reason for the U.S. attorney to drag this out so I can go home and get treatment on my own and enjoy what I have left with my loved ones. I mean, they let the uni- or the fucking Lockerbie guy out, so they might as well let him out. Yeah. He should have been pardoned. I, I mean, agree. That bitch Carol Baskin was the worst. Yeah, Carol <laughs> fucking Baskin. Hey, listen, I, li- listen. I, I love me some Joe Exotic, too, but anyone dumb enough to get fucking caught trying to hire some white trash dude from Carolina or wherever <laughs> the fuck to kill your enemy, leave that dummy in the fucking jail. Like, I'm sad for him, yeah. but... Yeah, listen, he, yeah, I yeah, yeah. He, he's stupid. Well, do you do you remember the story of how he was gonna like? I I think I think either what did he just take the money and run or some shit? Like he didn't. Yeah, even he just to, like, took the money and, and went on a bender. Yeah, yeah, and then went and told, and then when he got caught, he went and told the cops, "Oh yeah, you got all this or something to the effect of, yeah, I got all this money from a guy that paid me to kill this woman." Yeah, so he I mean, he could then get out of jail. Bro. I'm just like, jeez. Hey, I mean, I guess they were like, I mean, we're glad you went on a bender. Don't do that next time. But thanks for telling yeah. us. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for copping the conspiracy to commit murder. Now, who hired you? <laughs> oh, this crazy motherfucker out in Oklahoma. <laughs> I'm still amazed with how fast Tiger King came and went. Like no one. Well, it was really. okay. It was it was a it was a rough time. We needed we needed the yep. Tiger King for for a reason, and oh, yeah. uh, he served that purpose. And then and then Joe McHale tried to come back and make it something else, and that didn't fucking work out. And now they're, trying to cap- now they're trying to capture lightning in a bottle again with part two. 
I think I think a, a big reason why is one, it was like right at the start of all the COVID stuff, so we needed a distraction. And seeing fucking white trash, retarded, idiotic people running around out there with tigers, that was a great fucking distraction. Oh, yeah. But then we, yeah. at the end of the day, we realized they're all a bunch of fucking crazy ass redneck, idiotic people that are really just bad people. So let's not give them any more attention than what we already have. Nobody was worse than that bitch, Carol Baskin. That's true. Hey, she got mm-hmm. dancing with the stars, which was fucking crazy. Yeah. Oh god. Did she <laughs> kill anybody on that show? Uh, credibility, but I don't know if that counts. <laughs> not that they, not that they had it. No, they never did. So, I want to ask you guys a question. This is a a comic question, Dion. I don't even know if you'll have an answer for this one, but have you ever heard of or read The Inkle? No, now I'm just going to put a pull okay. picture of it real quick. So it's getting adapted into a movie, but even though you've never really read The Inkle, you kind of know some of the story because it was the inspiration lightly for The Fifth Element. So this is getting a, its own pure adaptation right now. So folks, science fiction's probably going to be, I don't know, at the forefront of uh, the big movies now, which is cool for me because we all love sci-fi. But, oh, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> Do you guys like Tiku Atiti? Do you trust him? No. No. I like him enough, but not enough to outright trust his ass. I still like um what's his name? The guy who did uh the guy who did Fifth El- uh, not Fifth Element, Ind- Independence Day. Roman Emmerich? Oh. Yeah. Oh, Emmerich? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. He 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 does those those really big crazy um uh, sci-fi movies fairly well. He's got a new movie coming out in February. Is it is is it Moonfall? Is that the one it is? Yep. Okay, yep. all right. That one looks interesting. Like you know, like those those look those look like a lot of fun. Um, I like I like his take on them because he I know, he he does that really big crazy sci-fi stuff pretty well, and I and I kind of dig it. So I was look forward to his movies a lot. So I like to watch him when I'm not sober and then laugh at John <laughs> Cusack outrunning a fucking earthquake. It's like oh god, <laughs> the ground's falling. John Cusack <laughs> will survive. Yeah, but also John Cusack is just just always acts as John Cusack for the, for his entire life. So that's eh. also true. Yeah. WTF viewer says Tico with TD can go away for good. We'd all be better off without him. The Maybe only thing I'm I'm happy that that he did was uh, what is it? Uh, we 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 lurk in the shadows or whatever the vampire movie was that made the show. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's the only thing that I'm happy that he did because that's the the show is great as well. Uh, it's it's funny as shit. It, it follows the movie's aesthetic and the whole way it's done um, really, really well. Other than that, um, yeah, I really don't need him too much. So, Kendo, do me a favor. Yeah. Pick a number. Uh, 19. <laughs> Perfect. So, folks, let's get caught up with you guys and see what is up. So, Our friend Cesario Japan says, Sabotage is the best ploy by those involved in the accident to place doubt in people. Then again, it even brings up more critical thinking in people. It does. And we're going to talk about the sabotage accusation. These aren't our words. We're not trying to sensationalize that. Their words are sabotage. And we're going to talk about it because, holy shit, this thing keeps getting deeper. I'm telling you, you, Cesario Japan. What? I said, I'm telling all y'all. It's a sabotage. Easy. <laughs> oh, I can't do it. How about you play it? 
I'm gonna set it straight. That's Watergate. Yeah. I still hate. I still hate that they use that song for for the the newer Star Trek movies. Yeah, I'm not a fan I either. I love it. I love it. I love it in the in the first. Guess what, motherfucker? You're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, at least I don't have Dude. cancer in my prostate. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. That's a killer of a lot of men, dude. Eh, what's one more? <laughs> no, no, bitch! <laughs> yeah, I don't ever want to hear you ooh or ah or saying come on to any of our other horrible jokes about Alec Baldwin shooting somebody. I'm going to kick your ass later. <laughs> Jeff's having a lot of fun with the goddamn. Barely I would, I would, buttons. I would pay to have Joe Exact try to kick my ass. That's pretty funny. <laughs> Shut up! Listen, I would listen. I would, I would watch. I would watch and uh, and promote that fight like a motherfucker. It's, it's just like I'm. All my money's on Dion. It's just happening. All yep. it's on Dion. <laughs> Oh, Dion's gonna whoop his ass. Yeah, I would, I would, I would tell you, it's like keep, you know, keep, keep it low for like two or three rounds, and then knock him the fuck out in the fourth. <laughs> Just, yeah, but I got some money. No, what you do is you bet. Yeah, you bet heavily on Joe Exotic after Dion drives the odds sky high, and then you pay Dion to take a dive. <laughs> and you all get I mean, I really want to see Joe Exotic knock the fuck out. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. You know, that's that's what I want. Well, life's about to do that to him. <laughs> Real slowly and painfully. Ooh. Hey, see now you took it too far. It's true though. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I Primer. understand that it's true. Doesn't take away the sting. Oh, a primer. I'd like to apologize. We didn't see this earlier when we wrote the script. Uh, Hail WCVS. Word of the day is tomato. So let's play with some tomato for a minute. So, uh, what is a good one? Clear and present tomato. Tomato mm, never dies. Tomatoes more. Tomato from behind. Tomato from behind. I don't know. Jubblies from behind sounds pretty fun though too, Dion. Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. Wait yeah. a second. Is that an actual movie? <laughs> Wait a second. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. And a cartoon and a video game and a toy line. <laughs> yeah. Did you guys watch that cartoon growing up? No, a little bit. A little not. bit. It was it was it was really weird. I remember I remember like 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 a like an acid trip. It, it, I'm not sure if it happened, but I know it did. I remember watching it because uh, it was like one of those weird, like the Toxic Crusader cartoon. There were these like weird, ugly, early 90s cartoons based off shit that I had never heard of. And I couldn't stop watching them no matter how disgusting they were. Mm. Sisterhood of also, the Traveling Tomatoes. Hmm. Dion's favorite movie. I mean, depends how old they are. America Ferrera is like in her forties, right? Yeah. No, I think she's only a couple of years older than us. Oh, let me look that up. For those out there who are dying to know, America Ferrera is almost forty. But you know, you're right, Dion. She's only thirty-seven. Thirty-seven yeah. in a row. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. Let's stop talking about actors we don't give a shit about. Uh, moving on. <laughs> Where are we at? Hey, there are 440 watchers. You guys, we're making some thumbs up, man. Come on now. Yeah, folks, hit that thumbs up button. Let us know that you enjoy this content. By the way, uh, welcome to our new subscribers. We've now passed 171K, and we've had a whole bunch of uh, great new success. So welcome in to everybody who's new to the channel. Uh, Ask around. Have some fun. Uh, Get comfortable. Stay a while. (laughs) Put your feet up. Make yourself a Yeah. Tip your waitresses. Try the veal. (laughs) 
Space Monkey 0899, thank you very much. Microsoft roasted a game journalist during one of the Halo Infinite multiplayer reveals. The journalist performance was so bad, Microsoft used it to promote their games tutorial. Nice. <laughs> do you think a gaming journalist should be at least good at a game? I per I personally do. Yeah, if you don't play, you don't get to talk. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. So, yeah you. If you're if if you're right. a gaming journalist, you should have some semblance of like how to how to operate a goddamn controller. You really should. And and if you yeah. if you're just one that plays, I don't know things that aren't that aren't you know first person shooters. Maybe you shouldn't be you know talking about that game. Just a exactly. Thought. Yeah, it's, not, it's not like it's real difficult to learn how to play video games and do it well. Yeah. How do you even accurately review your experience? Because all you're gonna do is write the review. Well, I didn't really have a good time playing, but that doesn't mean I can't talk about. It. Hey, look it. Shut the fuck <laughs> up. There are so many people that no. are like. Movie journalists, game journalists, they don't know what they're talking about or doing. I'm so tired of people saying, it was a pretty shitty movie, but it had this thing, so it makes it pretty great in my opinion. It's oh, like, God damn it. I fucking hate shit like that. Well, yeah, this this thing totally sucked, except for, like, this one 10-second joke they had that was pretty funny. I'll, I'll give it I'll give it a 5 out of 5. It's like, the fuck is wrong with you? A lot. That's why. I just don't know how they fucking get hired. Well, oh God. Because they're fresh out of college and they're woke, that's why. Fucking idiots. And they're cheap. And they're cheap. Honestly, that's the answer. They're cheap. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's like, hey, kids, you, you went to college. Do you, do you know how to write a sentence at like an eighth grade level? All right, good enough for us. So, SH or Space Monkey 089, thank you. I'm going to have to look up that video because if you're so shitty that you're now the tutorial on how not to suck, well, <laughs> I hope you feel bad, journalist. I hope you feel bad. SH Rebels away. Thank you very much. I I'll take a Joe Rogan slap nuts and a horses for Dion, please. Okay. Who are you? What are you doing here and where are my horses? Did you see that guy accidentally hit that moose with his car? No. Holy shit. Jamie, pull that video up. I just kind of like to think that Greg Fitzsimmons' reaction would be different if he really saw Beetlejuice get, you know, fucking clobbered over the head with a guitar. Call the cops! Call the cops! D. James Baker, thank you very much. Hail to the quirky quartet that are the WCBS. Well, hail to D. James Baker, and thank you for joining us tonight. Oh, shit. I just too-sweeted the fucking camera. It's, it's in your infinite, blood, baby. It's in your blood, brother. Uh, infinite Wanderer says, uh, Jeff, two questions. How far into One Piece are you? Two, have you looked at the webcomic Girl Genius yet? Once again, Girl Genius is long, but I recommend it as much as I do One Piece. Well, I haven't had a chance to check out uh, Girl Genius yet. As I said earlier at the show, I'm in production of my own stuff, so a lot of my free time is uh, stretched to that. I did read My Hero Academia the other day. That's the most recent thing. And I don't think I've touched One Piece in a couple of months. So whatever the last update I gave was that. But My Hero Academia is okay. I was in the process of moving for this Halloween party. And this box that had been in the corner turned out to be some of the manga I had been looking for. So I was like, oh, what's in here? Pulled it out, checked it out. I enjoy it. But I'll check out Girl Genius eventually. I know you said it's the, I think it's the longest running one. And they eventually... Uh, weren't they doing like merchandise or something to go with it? I'll check it out. I definitely want to check it out. I love to read comics. 
Oh, Dion, I was uh, reading an old Power Rangers comic, and fucking Steve Ditko, the guy who co-created Spider-Man, drew it. It was weird. I saw your your Facebook post. I was like, I'm gonna. That's interesting. I kind of want to see it. So, yeah, it's. I don't know if it's good. It's not. It's really not good. And the Power Rangers are only in one panel. Like, the whole story is them fighting monsters as kids, and then they're like, it's morphin' time. And instead of showing them fight, it shows them all run at the camera, like the uh, end of the X-Men cartoon, and then the issue just ends. Like, it was really shitty, but it's so weird. Uh, When you come out here, we'll uh, have to check out some of the Power Rangers stuff I got, too, in the mail. I never grew up. Andrew Clark, thank you very much. Uh, Jeff, have you watched Ghost Stories yet? I have not. I have not watched anything outside of uh, The Rookie this week. Kendo, this Kendo thing is played... What'd you say? With Dennis Quaid? No, uh, Nathan Fillion. Oh, the TV TV show show he's Yeah. That's even funnier than Dennis Quaid as a baseball player for some reason to me. Correct. (laughs) I can't believe Dennis Quaid's son is an actor. He's pretty solid, too. He's not bad at all. It's him and uh, Clint Eastwood's kids. It's like, damn, y'all can act. I dig it. Yeah, Scott Eastwood should be Wolverine, in my opinion. He's got the look. Or Batman. He just looks like that weird, grizzled like, yeah, guy. Yeah, like he has a decent chance to kick your ass. I mean, if your dad's Clint Eastwood and you don't at least see him intimidating, that's just failure right. on 10 levels. That's yeah, the man, yeah the, the man's 96, still right, still, still right to produce and direct and acts in, in his own movie. Like, it's, it's insane. He's a badass dude. Yeah. Yeah. This kendo thing is kind of played out, says. I guess this thing, this kendo thing is kind of played out, huh? No, <laughs> we're still enjoying it. Very meta. I like it. Scottsky02 says, I didn't know Baldwin was in Morocco this week. <laughs> well, we did read that one a minute ago, but it was funny when it came in. I wanted to read it again. Uh, Modalicious, thank you very much for your super chats. Am I banned from super chatting again? Uh, clearly, the answer is yes. That's why we're reading it on air. He also says, Joe E. has has canker? Well, I guess that's what you get for forcing foreign objects into your balloon knot. Well, Modalicious, (laughs) I don't think that's how it works, but ouch. Snell World says, so we found out the real reason the critics are bombing the reviews. It's because their diverse superheroes are just advanced robots. Oh, God. God. An AI made a Marvel movie. Well, no, it's... it's the movie's that bad that you couldn't pay your your critic buddies to to give it a good score. The fact that they're they're, they're worried about their own reputations ahead of you know the money that Disney gave them is just kind of like is hilarious because they're just like yeah, I can't give this a good review because people are gonna watch it and then they're gonna look at me and being like you you were wrong and you know they're gonna shit on me. So they were just like yeah, we're not gonna give it a good review. I, I just can't. I just, I just can't. They're gonna so, shit on me, not even in the fun way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I I do love it. Like unanimously, like I, I love how they made the perfect Twitter movie. They, you know, as much as they tried to, and even he, and everybody's just like, no, we don't, we don't want it. We, we never did want it. Why are you doing this? No. Uh, we'll talk about that in a minute because uh, the box office they've they some of the projections have jumped and or lowered depending on what you're looking at. Originally there was eighty, now it's seventy five. Uh, that's I'm reading an article from Deadline that says this bad review is impacting that. So. Wow, Marvel finally goes rotten and sees a little slip or possible slip. We have to wait and see, but it's fun to talk about. Now, Adam Wofford has a great super chat message. It says, Dion and Jeff UFC match and fundraiser and have Joe Rogan do the commentary as the match. At the same time, he could also ask Joe and Dion if they do DMT. Dion can come out as my black ass green. <laughs> oh, yeah. 
Oh, he's hurt. He's hurt. <laughs> Come out That'd to the awesome. Rock WrestleMania 19 theme song. Fuck yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's what I would walk out to if I could. Oh, fuck, since you already picked it, now I have to change. Fine, I'll come up with the Rock's 1999 theme. I'll be Corporate Heel Rock. Okay, cool. It will be cool. It'll be a lot of fun. Uh, up next, let's see. We have a couple more, and we're going to start talking about some of the big topics tonight. But thank you, Adam Wofford, for your generous super chat. The Blank Podcast with Ian Slater has a request. Can you guys guess what that request is? Send nudes. Jamming! Oh, th- oh, 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 thank God! Because I'm, I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready to send nudes. Not, not again. Not again. Wrong. You will send them when you are told. That's <laughs> right. Fine. You signed up for it. Yeah. In blood. <laughs> All right. Fine. I'll, I'll go get the whipped cream then. Oh God, damn! He's gonna, he's gonna send pictures of himself like that chick from uh, Varsity Blues. Oh yeah. Well, and then, like and, then, and, 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 and then and then and then and then Chris and then Chris Evans did that in in not another team movie as well. Yep, Just, he did. I yep. forgot about yeah, that. he did. Yeah. God, that's a great movie. It, it is. is really it's good. so much fun. Fucking Doug teenager. Keller, thank you very much. He says lots of gaming journalists journal. Ah, I can't speak. Lots of gaming journalists are women, and they can't play video games well. Just kidding, dude. Uh, a lot of journalists in general just suck at gaming. Now, if the percentage tends to, you know, most are female, I'll say, I will say this. Most gaming journalists suck at games based on what I've read. And if that's, you know, the syllogism, if they're women, blah. But they just don't, they're unqualified people. It used to be that gaming was nerds or computer guys or just people that weren't the, the coolest class. Then gaming got cool. And now it's become not just cool but it's so ubiquitous with the way we live but the people that report on it are the least qualified to they're the least interested they're only doing it because there's such an easy bar of entry to get in everybody wants to talk about it and there's a bajillion and one jobs so if you got some bullshit college degree and you know how to type you'll probably get hired you know what i actually lived with somebody who was a games journalist they don't know how to play shit they only knew a few games they only talked about a handful of games and it was the fucking witcher the stuff they're tasked to do is so dumb and pointless how are you going to get any accurate information? All they do at the end of the day is just regurgitate what these companies want anyway. Now, Modalicious, thank you very much. He said, tried to watch Food Wars, but my paps got in the way. PH, I don't know. Um, well, thank you, Modalicious. I don't know exactly what that means, but uh, thank you. And Scott's Yo2 says, game journos are the lowest form of journos. I think sports journalists are worse, but game journalists are pretty damn bad. Yeah. Anytime you say this journalist is the worst, then Skip Bayless sends you a friend request. Oh, God damn it. Skip or Adam Scheffler makes up some shit on draft night. <laughs> yeah. I remember kind of watching Skip Bayless. I was just like, who the fuck are you? And what are you saying right now? He is such an asshole. Troy Aikman has said before many times, he he's like, if I'm ever in the same room with Skip Bayless, I'm going to beat his ass. <laughs> That's Man, how Troy that's Aikman the level is of not crazy tough. shit than Skate that Skip Bayless has said. Oh, man. Now, guys, do you want to talk about Alec Baldwin or the Eternals? Let's First. get Baldwin out of the way. Yeah. Yeah, let's give him All a right. shot and get it over with. God Boom. damn it. Damn. <laughs> yeah, I don't think you're hurt by that joke. 
it, I'm not hurt. It's just, it's just such a sharp right hook. I was like, damn, man. Throwing haymakers from the fucking lobby. Yeah, well, at least I wasn't wishing somebody dead with that has cancer. I wasn't wishing. <laughs> I was just saying it wouldn't be all that bad. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 not it's not like Joe Exotic is trying to cure cancer or something. He's just you know he's just Joe Exotic. So <laughs> it's also right. not like he was a really great human being. Yeah, that, that, that's another one too. That's that's a big one. I think most people were just enamored. Put it like this: Joe Exotic is the least bad person on that documentary of bad people. That's also true, which is crazy. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. The one, the one guy grooming chicks and giving and and giving them boob yeah. jobs was uh, was pretty bad. Yeah, I hope Thought every one of their parents the are like, just come home, honey, just come home. <laughs> We're not even going to ask <laughs> you about yeah. what happened. All right, yeah. so here we go, um, Alec Baldwin. There we are. Now, guys, we've been joking about the song "Sabotage" all night, but as of now, in court, Rust Movie Armor's lawyer suggests a wild sabotage theory. All right, here we go. The lawyers for Hannah Gutierrez-Reed, the armorer on the set of the movie Rust, suggest a new wild sabotage theory as the reason behind the fatal shooting. Alec Baldwin is the lead actor and also the producer on Rust, a western that is being shot in New Mexico, which suffered a tragedy on set when Baldwin fired a revolver he believed to be filled with blanks, killing the director of photography, Helena Hutchins, and injuring director Joel Souza. Rust co-stars Travis Finnell, Jensen Ackles, Brady Noon, and Francis Fisher. The incident occurred on October 1st inside the Church of New Mexico set of Rust. Oh, sorry, I think I meant to say October 21st is what they mean to write. So thank you, Screen Rant, for your typo. Today, the lawyers of the Rust Armor Gutierrez Reed, Jason Bowles, and Robert uh, Gorenz spoke about the incident, bringing up a theory that disgruntled employees may be to blame, suggesting that one of them may have planted a live round that killed Hutchins inside a box of dummy rounds. The comments come on the heel of the fact that hours before the shooting took place, about six members of the camera crew walked off set because of issues around payment and housing. Lawyers suggest that it could be potentially have been the motivation for sabotaging the set by mixing in live rounds with dummy rounds. Read what Bulls had to say below. And this is the exact quote. I believe that somebody who would do that would want to sabotage the set, want to prove a point, want to say that they're disgruntled, that they're unhappy. And we know that people had walked off the set the day before. Um, I got a problem here. Yeah, yeah. me too. This is crazy. This <laughs> yeah. is absolutely so, insane. So, so because so because you were you you were disgruntled and uh you you didn't you didn't get paid or have a place to sleep, you wanted to kill somebody? You do realize you can just walk like you can just walk the fuck off like you can just like fucking right. It's right. Well, it's not even so much that it's it's this. You're disgruntled and you're mad at whoever's running things. In this case, Eric Baldwin, and your solution is to plant a live round with a bunch of blanks, hoping that just just hoping on the off chance that that's the one that gets picked out of the box. But then at the same time, you're like he's going to accidentally shoot somebody. But you don't exactly know who that's going to be. You really want to take that risk and possibly get yourself or your friend to be the one that gets shot? Yeah. Well, not only that, none of that even matters. So let's say for for pretend that, that they're telling the truth. That someone did, in fact, swap out a real round for, for the blank round. You still 
are liable. It doesn't. So even if that's the case, that's two separate issues. That it's still your job to fucking check that shit every fucking time. So either a she's right or her lawyers are right and she's incredibly fucking incompetent, or b she's so incompetent that she can't come up with a good lie or her lawyers can't come up with a good lie to cover her ass. There is no upside to this situation. Yeah. So even if someone did walk off and you believe is disgruntled enough that it made you remember, hey, this person might fuck up the thing. You didn't let security know. Nobody let the production staff know. Nobody let the studio know. Hey, Jimmy just walked off. He's angry enough, I think, to try and kill one of us. And knowing that, you still didn't check the rounds before the shoot that day. That's the type of shit. Like if if something like that happened at my job, I would lose my fucking job and go to fucking jail. Anyway, it doesn't matter if someone did that shit. Hmm. So this is an even dumber corner to paint herself in. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, worst you, Chewbacca defense I've ever heard. <laughs> <God> <laughs> Yeah, even yeah, I I 100% agree because like yeah, it still paints her in a bad light. And once again, we know from uh talking about this last week like you know, she had pictures of herself like holding guns and she was a gun enthusiast. There were complaints about her in previous movies of her like pointing guns at people, playing with guns to telling them, "Oh, look look how safe it is." Like things like that. So that that to her detriment is is still is, is still like, you know, saying, "Hey, she doesn't know what she's doing. She's still young at this and she she's still fucked up." But once again, she like you know, but yeah, she should she should have as soon as they got back from lunch or whatever like that. Even the and the guns shouldn't have been sitting out. First of all, that's retarded as an armor. And um, even if they were, you should have checked them or or yep. locked them or reloaded them or whatever to make sure they were safe before you handed them to the actor. Just saying. That's insane. That's just so. That's just one of those. Thi- you know. I wonder if her legal team is like, listen, your career is torpedoed anyway. Let's just keep you out of jail. Um, Mm -hmm. Because even if that somehow wins, even if that somehow works and she and a a jury or a judge or the DA or whoever decides that that's a plausible explanation for what happened, you're still done because you that it doesn't. That's why you're there. So crazy people don't get people killed on the fucking set. So that means that either A, you just didn't check, or B, you're so incompetent that you were leaving the rounds out somewhere where someone had access to them, or you had them in a situation or in a, in a place where other people had access to them, or you just left the motherfuckers sitting out overnight or whatever where someone could hypothetically swap, a, swap around out. Either or, you, you, this is admitting that I at least suck at my job. Yeah, that's how fucking crazy it is. Because I can't imagine all you're doing is describing two different incidents that occurred. You're not saying that it's not your fault that this person is dead. You're saying that it's still partially my fault, just just not all of my fault. D.W. Brown makes a great point. If they're willing to try and throw the crew under the bus like that, what movie crew would want to work with Baldwin or this armor after this? Uh, none. None. Unless you are desperate for money. I mean, you think Baldwin's producing career is over? Oh, I don't think Baldwin's career is over. But what's no producing career? Not oh yeah, 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 definitely yeah. People yeah, because he he can't make decisions for shit. So him him producing is out the door. Maybe you know yeah, it's not gonna happen again. Yeah, 
I mean, producing very, very possibly. I mean, you know, it's 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 Hollywood. If someone's got a million dollar idea, they'll put up with anything. But um, I can't imagine that you know an insurance company or anything would want to do anything to do with him as a producer because clearly, you know, he is you know, and he's already has a fucking reputation for being incredibly impulsive. I can't imagine they'd be like, yeah, that remember that one time you got someone killed as a producer? Yeah, let's <laughs> let's go with that guy. Oh God. <clears throat> It's just crazy. Um, and I never thought that someone would be like, "Let's, you're not a murderer. Let's just admit that you're incredibly incompetent and <laughs> the worst at your job." Yeah, I remember what was, what was it? I remember watching some BTS part part of the movie, whatever, where they had a they had a rub. Mind you, this is a rubber gun they had on, on the movie I was watching on the behind the scenes, and the uh, the prop guy had to like have it locked up and everything, and he had the and and as soon as it, as soon as it came to set, he had to hold it up and bend it and. Get everybody's attention and saying this is a rubber gun. It cannot fire. It cannot fire well on fire. And then hand it to the actor. And then once yeah. they were done to the scene, the actor, he had to, the actor that then had to, they had to get everybody's attention. The actor then handed it back to the prop master and did the exact same thing again. Bend it and say it's a rubber gun. It cannot fire well on fire and put it back in the box. That was for a rubber gun. We need to do that with a dildo. <laughs> I mean, depends on what type of movie set you're on. Bend, or get start. Or this is a rubber cock. It will not fire. Orgasmo two, the second coming. Yeah. Yeah, we'll 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 call uh you know the the South Park guy, see if we can get the rights to it. Yeah, we'll do a sequel to it. It'd be great. There we go. <laughs> now, but this story just gets more and more weird, more and more interesting, more and more sad. Look, it's sad that someone died. It's sad that they're trying to make these excuses to protect this armor. It's all I mean, I don't want to say it's all a bunch of bullshit. Because there's some uh, importance here, but it is a bunch of bullshit to try and cover up for this woman. She's incompetent. I don't know if that is enough to send her to jail for whatever criminal charges, but I guess, in my opinion, I don't ever want to. Look, I just don't want her to work on a fucking movie where guns are involved. That's not yeah. safe. Yeah. This is. Yeah. And did you hear about The Rock? Now he's banned real live guns on his sets. He's oh, so meager. It's like, God damn it, Dwayne. You don't have to have something to say about everything yeah just 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 do don't something. just don't just don't hire this bitch just don't hire her it's right fine. It's fine. you're gonna you're gonna get a movie deal and it's gonna offer to pay you 50 million dollars or you're gonna say fucking yes even with guns <coughs> excuse me even with guns on set stop pretending like you're this knight in shining armor i'm getting rid of guns on my sets now that it no bitch if the check clears you will do it people like you <laughs> will always do it <laughs> yeah, hundred I mean, percent. Look at some yeah, of the movie choices he's he's been in. That'll tell you that yes, he will do it. <laughs> I mean, unless he wants to do Fast and Furious Ten, where he just starts killing people with cars all the time or whatever. I don't know. Is he, right. is he still in the regular Fast and Furiouses, or has he been replaced by I John? Have no, I have no idea what's going I think, on. With no, that. I think he's done. I think he said that he he of his own accord said he's done with the regular Fast and Furious. Yeah. Well, I'm fairly certain him like, and Vin Diesel like real life hate each other. Oh, they do. It's not really a, a great thing of value that was lost if The Rock's not going to be in a mainline Fast and Furious film. Um, I, know, I think I'm going to sleep just fine tonight. <laughs> and so and so will he with his like you know hundreds of millions of dollars. Oh yeah, The Rock will be fine. We'll all be fine. How are you? <laughs> not well. Uh, it's actually great. But yeah, I don't really have anything else to add to the Alec Baldwin situation this week unless there's more of an update. I do want to comment on Primer Super Chat, though. This is bullshit sabotage claim. It's just an attempt to absolve the armor of any legal consequences. Not surprising, given that she's a diversity hire. 
Why are we going to make excuses for this woman? We have five examples we gave last week of her being bad and unsafe at her job. And now, look, I get a lawyer's job is to protect her. But in the court of public opinion, you cannot excuse this woman's actions. Yeah. Oh, a hundred percent, hundred percent. But yeah, I, I, I hope with her being a diversity hire, they don't, they don't just like take that into consideration and be like, oh, yeah, we should, we should take a break on her. It's like, no, she. Well, she, yeah, she, and we, and we don't know that for sure either. So my, my guess was she was the cheapest option out there for this. That seems like it. Yeah, that seems like it. This little, this little western movie, and instead of going for a veteran, you know, we got to pay Jensen Ackles, and we got to pay for the cost of costumes and all that and we didn't get the budget we wanted let's just fucking cut corners and get this fucking dummy whose dad was in the business we can save costs and she knows what she's doing because she worked with her dad yeah well lo and behold <laughs> her, her her best case scenario is i'm really fucking stupid <laughs> oh god yeah when you when, when you like i understand cutting corners on movies in some parts but this is the shit you don't cut corners on like people's people's lives and shit especially a fucking western yeah that's what's so crazy to me this this what they're so dependent on firearms and you know for you to cut corners which is again is what i'm assuming it is uh is is insane to me you would think that'd be the one thing you don't want to fucking cut a corner on and, and actually spend money on is get a veteran who knows fucking firearms i mean we're dealing with fucking hand cannons here yeah you know yeah and it's just yeah i like i said i think it was more nepotism and cutting corners than than any diversity hire bullshit because it's just it's just insane i got an idea here yeah why don't we make our own western in which no firearms are used (laughs) what just slingshots yeah just make it like an alternate history of the west no guns it's funny. It's funny you say that because the Netflix movie I've been doing a little bit of research while we've been kind of been talking here and stuff like that. They've basically made a black exploitation western movie and they're patting themselves on the back because they've done it and they think they're the first. Yeah, yeah. Because so, it's it's, it's called it's called the heart of they Anakin. fall and like it even yeah. has it even has a little thing in the in, in the beginning of it. Um, no, the beginning of heart of they fall starts that while the story is fictional, these people these people existed. That this isn't historical accuracy or realism. It's it's about genre. So basically, Netflix made a black exploitation western movie, and they're patting themselves on the back because all the main actors are black. I'm just like, this was done in the 70s a lot, right? Well, and also, right. And, and even and, done and, in the 90s, and also, and also, Blazing Saddles, like that happened right. too. So and Posse with yes. Mario Van Peebles, yes. Yes. yes, that was a good movie. Yeah. So movie. like, I don't know why they're patting themselves on the back when these things existed way before. Because like, that's you're the not thing, the first. Nick. They have the existed most, in the before times, before oh Twitter. Dude, me, me, and me and Dion could go back and forth over black exploitation movies all day. Seriously. Like, yeah, but like how many there are around after Twitter, so they don't count. <laughs> it, it only counts in the era of Twitter, so you can go on Twitter and brag about it and talk about how great you are and how much of a fucking crusader you are because you made this now and you're champion diversity. Well, apparently, some people have, have walked out of their jobs at Netflix. I, 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 I said we go apply, boys. Yeah, I mean, you go, but they're, they're going to need some good ass creators, man. That's yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm just saying, some people just didn't like their jobs apparently, and uh, I, th- I, th- I think we should go, um, go apply. Yeah. Oh, boo hoo hoo! My job is to work at Netflix, and Dave Chappelle said some not nice things. He's a comedian <laughs> that made jokes. 
Well, even then, apparently the ones that walked out, it was like tens of them. It wasn't, you know, what they yeah, exactly. Like, oh, That's what I heard too. I was like, mm. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, that's that was they were trying to, you know, those people trying to make themselves seem all awesome, where it was like twenty eight people or some shit. Yeah, yeah, it, was yeah, like yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't a lot. I'm just like, mm. <laughs> there are four guys right here who would love to work for you guys right now. Yeah. I'm just saying, yeah. give us an afternoon, we'll give you some actually good shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Like our Western, Western movie, black where there's no yeah, yeah 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 give us give us an afternoon and, and an eight ball we'll we'll, we'll make you some money <laughs> yep Western movie no we'll guns, make some motherfucking money that's the beginning of our know. pitch right there that's the beginning of the give us an eight ball in the afternoon you want to make some motherfucking money Netflix <laughs> it sounds like a wire episode <laughs> there we go there we go we'll, we'll we'll do something like the wire but not call it the wire there you go yeah first idea that's first true. idea. We'll just remake the wire and we'll race swap everybody. So DR could be McNulty and I'll be bunk. <laughs> like, this is the exact same thing as the wire from like 20 years ago. No, no, it's different. See, McNulty was the white guy. Now he's black. Right. His world experience is way different because he's black and, yeah. and like 60 pounds heavier. <laughs> still drinks a lot, though. Yeah, still drinks a lot. Still divorced. <laughs> Oh so God. there's a couple of uh, messages from the audience about the Alec Baldwin situation that I'd like to read because uh, I want to hear what everyone has to say. So let me pull this up. Our friend Greg Marquez. First off, we have uh, Mer Dojojo. I don't have to pronounce that name. Sends a ten dollars like super all. chat sticker. What'd you say? I'd like to buy a vowel. So it's M I P R A L. So Mipral. Coda Jo Joji, can you use it in a sentence? Yeah, bro. Mm, Coda Joji, oh, fuck you. No, yeah. fuck is, you. It, is it is it a noun? What is the language of origin? <laughs> New Zealand. <laughs> but thank you for the uh, super chat pair sticker. We greatly appreciate that. Uh, mirror mirror pro could Coda. I'm sorry. I'm not trying to be funny. I just can't read it. <laughs> now Merck. Uh, but thank you very much. I appreciate that. And thank you for listening tonight. Greg Marquez says she's definitely not a diversity hire. It was just a money issue. Oh, yeah, we were talking about that. Uh, Dion brought that up. But thank you. Uh, Jin Jinzo Crash says Helena Hutchins was the wife to lawyer Matt Hutchins, who's representing lawyer Michael Sussman, currently in the middle of an FBI investigation involving Hillary Clinton's 2016 campaign ties with Russia. Mm. So the plot thickens, boys. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what? And, and they might be, but there's no proof that they were related to Michael Hutchins, who hanged himself jerking off in a hotel room like David Carradine. Oh, oh my God. Holy shit. Hashtag look into it. <laughs> we need an X-Files so button here. The real question now is, what did David Carradine know about the Clintons? By the gods. <laughs> oh, shit. I have to look this up right now. Be a game changer. Of course, there's no connection, duh. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, hold on. That oh, that's a that's about his book. Never mind. Ooh, the things you don't know about David Carradine's mysterious death. Woo! We'll save this for another go. day. Did he go. nut? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's what Dion really wants to know. Did he finish first? <laughs> I just want my man David to be happy. That's all. <laughs> well, Coming and going. Coming and going. His wife. Thinks he could have been targeted. Ah, uh, uh-huh, wasn't, uh-huh, uh-huh. wasn't he on Randy Quaid's list of uh, 
famous people who knew too much or something or whatever. Wasn't David Carradine on that list? I have no idea. I really right don't. Right now, we're, also, we all look also, like fucking Charlie also it's, from that episode of It's Always Sunny. Yeah, also it's middle. Randy Quaid, so... Uh, <laughs> he's better than Dennis Quaid, though. Okay, no, not he's not better. He's more entertaining for sure. I don't know about better. I mean the the man tried making the man tried making and selling a sex tape. So that's yeah. also true. It's Christmas, man. Cousin Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> Cousin Eddie does <laughs> Christmas. Coming from Vivid, <laughs> he was doing something. <laughs> no, thank you. I'll pass. Uh, but thank you, Jinzo Crash. Greg Marquez, thank you very much. Says one, always treat every gun as if it were loaded. Two, Correct. always point it in the muzzle in the safe direction. Yes. And three, always keep your finger off the trigger until you're Correct. ready to shoot. Four, always be sure of your target and beyond. Yep. These are the four universal firearm rules. Those are all from Greg Marquez. So, Greg, thank you for all those super chats. But, folks, we'll read them again. Always treat it if it was loaded. Always point the muzzle in the safe direction. Always keep your finger off the trigger until you're ready to shoot. Always be sure of the target and beyond. These are the four universal firearm rules. Yep. Never point a gun at anything you don't want to get shot. <laughs> well, I think I'm safe now because our friend Nelson the Gentleman says, I got my stealing solo comic, The Magnets and the Sticker. Thank you. I'll take you off my list of people to kill like Steve Buscemi and Billy Madison. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, am I glad I sent that guy his package. <laughs> Did you lay back down on your couch and put lipstick on? Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> what a great scene. What a weird so scene. great. Holy shit. Now, were we all on the list or just Jeff? That's my next question as well. Because, you know, that, that's, you that. that's different. Well, no matter we what. I'm holding out on you. We're he removed was. from the list. So, hey, fuck you. <laughs> Throw me under the bus. <laughs> I'm going to come to uh, wherever the hell you live these days, Bruce Sexico, and just lay the smackdown on you. Better be careful. They make some dangerous movies around here. <laughs> Yeah, whew. I'll get my vest. <laughs> so we're just a few short days from the Eternals. Eh, yay. It is, well, God, it went down again on Rotten Tomatoes. Holy shit. Dude, you, yeah. we knew it was going to be bad when my man from Game of Thrones literally says Eternals assemble. <laughs> Holy fucking shit if if that is literally if a goddamn disney ai wrote a marvel movie that's insane and i god i hope that that's not in the actual movie but the minute i saw that shit, i was like this movie's gonna be fucking terrible just keep watching oh. the rotten tomatoes score be like watching the titanic sink in real time <laughs> or watching the lions during a season <laughs> yeah dude that as well <laughs> i had so much fun watching the lions these last two weeks I was looking for yeah, something thanks. less tragic, but okay. No. Tragedy strikes, needs to strike hard. No, I was referring oh, to the Lions they're... as more tragic than the Titanic. Oh, fair. Generations. Okay. <laughs> Generations. Right. The Titanic. Oh, my God. Yeah. When I reported on it yesterday, it was at 57%. Jeez, kind of like the last Jedi where we sat there and just kept watching it go down and down and down, and then suddenly, like a bunch of reviews disappeared and magically went back up. <laughs> well, this but, time I mean, they got the old uh, tomato, the rotten tomatoes treatment. It, how does it feel, Captain Marvel? 
So Dude, obviously you can go back and watch our video to get all of the uh, reviews that we chose to read for the, but I just, I love that you get comments like the Eternals is the least fun I've ever had in an MCU film. The Eternals arrives as Marvel's greatest failure and feels like the worst Power Rangers adaptation yet conceived. Like, oh this is some God. funny shit. This is a Marvel movie. No, no, man, you, you, no. You, you can go to you, know, you, you can go to top critics and look at what the what the big dogs have to say, and like it, it's even worse. Let's do that. Let's see. Top critics right here. Uh, the element, the elements. Sorry, the elements seem to be there for the Eternals to further stretch the boundaries of what const, const, uh, constitutes a fucking Marvel movie. But too much of the time, it settles for being more of the same. Now, there's something uniformly placid. There are some nice touches, but it's overpowered and underwhelming. Uh, yeah. Not a lot of good stuff to say about. And those are those are top critics who are just like, yeah, I can't do this, right? <laughs> well, I love how one dude says that it's rambling, and repetitive, but he gave it a fresh score. <laughs> so you know, so how that? many? So how many scores are like that where they're where they're criticizing it, but they give it? We'll a see. We'll, 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 we'll see. That particular reviewer got got money and a blowjob. That's why. That's why. Yes, right. Yes, right. It's he like going. Good, it's like going to a restaurant, getting a fucking burnt ass meal, and be like, "The food was terrible, but I like the lighting." Five out of five. <laughs> That's what I judged my Wolfgang Puck experience last night on. <laughs> the lighting. Twas moody. <laughs> Twas moody. Okay. <laughs> I didn't go to Wolfgang Pucks. I made a giant sandwich. I'll send you those pictures later. Oh, nice. Um, you know those giant loaves of bread you make for like a family? Yeah. yeah. We <laughs> made those into a family. We made one of those into a sandwich. It was good. Oh, you went Dagwood style? Just start piling yeah. shit on. Oh shit! Nice. Um, uh, dude, we we got to go to uh, Fat Cells again. Yeah, we do definitely go to Fat Cells. Um, up next, let's see. We're still talking about Eternals, right? God damn it! I'm trying to avoid. <laughs> yeah, we're like, doing that same thing we did last week. We're trying to. Exactly. We come three times yeah. trying to get through it. Well, we're gonna stick through it this time. I promise. So. The Eternals is also being pulled from theaters in certain parts of the world because of the gay romance. So it's being pulled from Qatar, I believe Dubai, and Saudi Arabia. Yeah, hmm, the that's, that's, that's interesting. That's interesting. Yeah, all those wonderful countries where the shit's illegal. But let's talk about how bad the United States is. <laughs> yeah. And also, this film will not be released in China. Huh. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> Gee, I wonder why. I do too. Negroes on the screen. I mean, I mean, I mean um, <laughs> there's only one, as far as I've seen in the in the movie. You got too many black That's people. one too many. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the, their quota for a movie for black people is zero. They were over. Oh, jeez. Right. Oh, China is not is not like one and a half members of this motherfucking podcast. I'll tell you that right now. Yeah. They're suspect about the other. <laughs> right? They're like, hold up. Where the fuck they, are you hey, from? Hey, oh, oh. China, China don't like me either. I'm just saying. Right? We, we, hey. we almost started World War III before before the world got uh, got infected. So <laughs> I'm just saying. We, somebody shot somebody and then, you know, things went down for a little bit and then things, things, things got unheated and then, you know, it was it was okay. Everything was fine. You know, yeah, until the next time. <laughs> <laughs> like, did you think they forgot so, about that? I don't know. Let's find out. Let's move our boats close to India. Not a good idea. Now, they're trying to spin this everywhere. 
They're trying to say that this is review bombing over on Screen Rant. They're also trying to say that it's a good thing because it's sending a message that Disney cares about uh, ideology. They're, they're going <laughs> to kick their gun. What? Shut the fuck up, Screen Rant. Just shut the yeah. fuck up. Here's the, here, okay, here's the thing. Quote this. Cut this out. Send it to everybody. I don't give a fuck. If you think that by giving Disney a billion-dollar company your money for a diverse movie is good, you are you have fucking brain damage. You really do. In fact, mm. take that money and g- give it to those, you know, those nonprofits that actually do good things. Give that, give that money to them. Yeah, don't give your money to a billion dollar corporation. Give it to an animal charity. There you go. Thank you. Yeah, don't give your money to a billion dollar corporation that 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 constantly, you know, will will say, "Hey, in America, we're doing good things, but overseas, you know, we're doing questionable things." You can't see it because overseas, you don't know. You don't know. Ha ha. It's like, no, we know. We know, and we hate you, and we hope. We hope. We hope you burn in hell. So. <clears throat> Like that's just the most, like, they, and we know that especially, especially Screen Rant, trying to insulate it by saying, "Oh man, it's, it's review bombing." These are actual critics that are review. It's not the audience yet, asshole. Yeah, it's not us doing it. Yeah, they yeah, haven't and, released the audience score yet. I'm guessing for this reason, but there's yeah. they, these are actual critics. So, what critics do you think are trying to vote, trying to trying to bomb it? And and for what fucking reason? You think the Washington fucking Post is trying to bomb the Eternals? Why? Why? Oh, that here we go, sense. guys. The the fan critics are here in droves, giving it five stars. So, yeah, oh shit. Is. Dakota says this movie takes the meaning of a dysfunctional family to a whole new level. The action feels fresh and new, while some areas feel surprisingly grounded in a movie filled with godlike beings. It doesn't feel like any MCU movie that precedes it. It's a must watch for all MCU fans. That sounds like a fucking commercial. That that's sounds a, like a script. Yeah, that's either it does. a plot or, or a script. Yeah, that's a that's well, a plot review. Well, they're verified according to this. Braden yeah, verified w's bot. Uh, may not be as different as the rest of the MCU as people have said, but definitely unique. A fun time at the theater with your character, with characters I cared about. What more can you ask for? That Bullshit, is generic as fuck. That is generic as shit. Yeah. Characters I cared cared for, they fucking copied that from another fucking review. Yeah, the, these were literally people that probably work at Disney or whatever that were sitting in a fucking you know cubicle room all day just writing up reviews with profiles. Because you notice so none of them have pictures. No, uh, here we go. Perfectly separates the MCU and willing to do its own thing. Willing to separate from perfectly separate from the MCU and willing to do its own thing. Um, he not literally separate from the says MCU. Eternals assemble. <laughs> not separate. Yeah, that's not. Yeah, that's not doing its own thing. That is just ripping off the Avengers. Listen to this four and a half star review. I highly suggest seeing this movie in IMAX. It's amazing. Well, four stars. It was great, just a bit too long critique. and slow for how. Oh God, this is how all bullshit. It great, it's too long and slow, but it's four stars. What? One of the most stunning Marvel films of all time. Five out of five. The cast, the good acting, great cast and effects are awesome. I would have, oh God. I just yeah, would have these, changed yeah, the story dude, myself are, yeah. because I was slightly disappointed with certain characters. You give it a four star review, but you want to change the entire story? Wow. <laughs> I don't think calling something stunning be. is automatically makes it good because you could see something horrific happen and be stunned. Look at this great review. Holy shit, Ball is my favorite Marvel movie ever, eight minutes ago. Oh, All whatever. Caps. Well, e- even then, if you, if you go to IMDb itself uh, and you look and you look the, you look at it, it's it's a what is it? It's six point five out of ten, and the majority of the views, the majority of the votes are um, uh, at 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 the 
you know, the top level 10, it's 30% out of the whole thing. The one, the one star reviews are 17%. So where is, where is your review bomb? Where is it? There is no review bomb. It's just a bunch of people on Twitter not liking what the critics are saying. So they're trying to make excuses. You can't make up bigotry and homophobia this time. It's just not well received by the people whose job it is to you know, yeah, talk and about yeah, And there's no way that there's, there, there, there's this many, you know, you know, racist homophobic people that, you know, like that are, that are against this movie. There's, it's just like people don't like it because it's getting shoved down our throats. That's, that's the whole reason. That's the entire reason when you start forcing this shit on people or when you have been for the past five or six years now, it's like we get tired of it. We get tired of being, you know, being called names. We get tired of, of, of this of this virtue signal that, that Hollister needed to make themselves look better. We get tired of it and we just don't want to give our money to it. That's all it is. That's what it yeah, is. And, and on top of that, uh, that Hollywood trying to make themselves look better. Yeah, we know all the horrible things that they do. So we're we're not falling for it whenever we see something like this. We're like, oh, dude, Hollywood's such a great, wonderful place. It's a bastion of happiness and equality. It's like, no, it's not. It's not. It is a horrible fucking place. And they've got tons of skeletons in their closet. Oh, yeah. Oh, definitely. Now, the Eternals and Chloe Zhao are not entertaining a lot, enough people. Uh, are you guys... If we weren't doing it for the show, what would it take you to go see this movie? Um, um, a good ass date beforehand where I'm already drunk when the movie starts. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say a free ticket and a six pack. Nick? Uh, I'm thinking. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. It's, uh, it's, 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 it's going to be a, a, a big ass. Uh, it's it's going to be a Brazilian steak dinner and uh, some, some good ass scotch. Even then, I even then, I would probably, what yeah, if, I'd probably, I'd, I'd, I'd probably try to, I'd probably fight it a little bit. I'd probably try to try to fight it a little what bit if, still. What if, what if they they settle with you and they offer you a decent bottle of scotch and a Brazilian? Mm. Wait, hold on. You mean? <laughs> yep. What do you mean? Wait, wait. Define Brazilian before we before we oh, go. Oh, you any know further. goddamn well what I mean by that. <laughs> Nick's gonna get waxed. Yeah, that's what I'm. That's that, that, that's where I'm. That's where my mind's going. I'm like, they're gonna they're gonna wax my balls. What, what are we talking about, Kendo? Dude, bikini season will be here before you know it. Don't start. <laughs> In that case, no. And I want and I want I want, I want my you know top level top shelf bottle of scotch. All right, so a Brazilian and a top level scotch. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> Drive a hard bargain, sir. <laughs> Well, at least you know. At least, at least, mine mine aren't nailed, nailed to a to a chair in a club somewhere, so it's fine. Oh, you poor balls! Take drastic measures. <laughs> hey, you suffer for your art. I respect that. Yeah. God damn, Eternals! I don't want to talk about you anymore. <laughs> Let's I know, man. It. It's just it's it's just you know trying to it's trying sad to go it's sad that the the the, the 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 most downer subject we're talking about is the eternals not uh not alec baldwin it's the eternals it's the most downer subject yeah just yeah. another systematic problem with that's even you know it's affecting marvel now you know just this 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 need to instead of actually doing something to showcase you care about these issues you're doing these surface level hey look we hired all these people of color and Angelina Jolie, and we put them in a shitty movie. See, we care. Oh, and yeah, we made two of them gay. And we made two of them gay because they remember in June when we changed our Twitter to make to, to the to the pride flag. Remember, this is the, this is the same thing. We we love y'all. Just just because you you like people with the same parts, 
we love you guys because we totally do. We absolutely do. Jeez. Don't look at how much we love China, but we love you guys <laughs> a lot. Yeah. Like, yeah, this is this is gonna quell all those fucking concerns. And then the fact that they try to make it a tentpole, like they try to make it one of the 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 tips of the spear for the for the next phase of Marvel, you know, and it's like, why didn't you why didn't you get someone that knows how to make cool movies make this fucking movie? I mean, this movie could have been cool. You could have made it like Guardians of the Galaxy, but you chose not to. And it's just it's fucking it's infuriated. It's so and it's depressing. You know, Marvel changed the game and they fucking made some of the greatest films of all time. And then this is the effort that we get. Like, it's it's ridiculous. It's just so fucking depressing. It has diversity. Yeah, man. Yeah, and and I I love that the the female the female director they picked has done three movies before this. Yeah, she won an Oscar for Nomadland, but like that's Winning an Oscar for one type of movie and then doing a comic book movie doesn't yeah, but have, mean yeah, but have you ever seen? Okay, did, did you ever watch the commercials for Nomad Nomadland? Like, did you ever watch the you know kind of see what it, it was about? Yeah, did I saw the movie. Yeah, yeah, like, I watched it. Yeah, so so you know then, like it's this emotional, high, high dramatic, like shot real good, mm-hmm. very clean, you know, as kind of like artsy movie that that the that the Oscar that the Oscar people would fucking drink up. Like that's what they would love. Um. And then you go and want to do like a, a popcorn action movie, but you want to make it diverse. And well, I mean, you, you, you get hired for it. So hopefully the, the check clears. That's why you're doing the job. But uh, yeah, I mean, nobody cares, you know, man. Nobody you know cares. what kind of job she, you know what kind of job she's never done though, Nick? Oh, God. She's never directed a movie for Natalie Portman's movie studio. <laughs> you're a hundred percent right, sir. I also love that we've never forgotten that. Just never ever forgotten that. No. Hey, gotta gotta keep their feet to the fire. I I wouldn't be surprised if that was still the case. What was it you know a year after we brought it up from there from the after the Oscars? I would be surprised if that still was the case. Because hey, Natalie Portman it's still the case. I w- I wouldn't be surprised because she's fucking you know lame as hell, almost as lame as the Eternals. Hmm. Yeah, but she's Harvard educated though, man. Come on. I know, I know that means that she she knows better than we do, boys, but um, you know, maybe uh actually put your money where your fucking mouth is, unlike Marvel here. Well, she won't. No. Now, do you think our friend Primer asked a question? Do we think the critic sco- score could drop below 50%? Uh, Dion, do you um, think the critic score could drop below 50? I do. I, I I mean it's been out for a week, or no, not a week. It'll it'd be out for a couple days. Um, I, I'd say I, 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 I'd put a little bit of money on it being at 49 by Monday. Kendo. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's got all the potential to get even further. Now I, I, I would say that it, it's, it, it's floor is probably around 45%. I don't think it would, it will get any further than that, but I think it can approach that line. What about you, Nick? Uh, I'm 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 saying Monday forty eight percent. That's that that's my bet. I'm gonna guess Monday fifty five percent. I think it's going up. Ooh, okay. I I think the score is gonna go up. I'm not gonna say it's natural, but every time Rotten Tomatoes and Marvel, excuse me, Rotten Tomatoes and Disney have a problem, it sometimes gets fixed magically. Yep, so, they just that's they just changed the rules. True. Of course, they're going to change the rules. Now, they definitely changed the rules with Captain Marvel. That movie does not line up. We spent 
2020, hearing about fucky Disney uh, reporting and financing, accounting, excuse me. So why shouldn't I, why can't I believe the fact that it's possible that, oh, these pre-sale tickets and these other things just so happen to, you know, they like to inflate certain things. Captain Marvel wasn't the story that there were 25 seats at all these theaters across the country that just so happened to be open. Yep. I remember a lot of them. It was more than 25. It wasn't, it wasn't the astronomical sellout that they were claiming it to be. Mm -mm. Do you guys think this is going to break all the records of the box office? Clearly not. If it's, if we're not, if we're not hearing any opening night numbers tonight, I doubt that it's going to be breaking any numbers. Um, Especially again, like the marketing was just so on the nose. Uh, I did, yeah, I, 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 I'm sure we'll get a bunch of the replays of hey, number one movie in America, number one movie in America. Oh, god, but yeah, I, I, I'd be very surprised if they were like, yeah, this open this, this broke the uh record for an opening movie in the first week of November, you know, sh- even shit like that. I don't think it's gonna fly, yeah. I, I think it might set and set records for the wrong reasons, it might. Be like the lowest opening for a Marvel movie or something like that, or the lowest opening weekend. I don't, but it's not going to be anything like, oh, this is the biggest Marvel movie ever. It's making the most money. That's not happening. Which is just so depressing. Like they could, you could have, you could have made that movie. You could have just made that. And again, I'm not saying that it's not that yet. No, we'll probably go and see it. Um, But. I just like I just hate hearing studios instead of just doing that you want to get all the accolades with minimal fucking effort like all the effort clearly this movie costs a lot of money to get who you wanted to get into it to 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 afford the marketing to get as much on the nose stuff as you possibly could for this film but you didn't make it a cool movie you just you just wanted to lay on its laurels without earning any of it. And that's a bad sign. I mean, this has, this has fucking, you know, what's what a wrinkle in time written all over it. I don't know if it's going to lose that amount of money, but this has wrinkle in time written all over it, man. You know, this, this, this push of these characters are diverse and we, Hey guys, listen for Marvel. It's our first movie with a gay couple in it. And it's like I have I still don't know anything about the goddamn story. All every single trailer looks the exact fucking same. And then you try to send some of the actors out. Listen, you know, the fucking they're uh you know, some people are, are gonna be made uncomfortable and that's okay. And then you've got this fucking screen rant making a wild accusation about oh well they're critic bombing it. The movie just came out. How do you know that? And it's just you could have avoided it if you just spent the time to make a cool Eternals movie. That solves all these problems. But they didn't. Well, well and, and even then I've heard them say Eternals assemble. That was the dumbest fucking thing I've ever saw in my life. Well, oh, I've heard I've, I've heard you and uh, and Jeff talk about it saying that like the Eternals the Eternals are barely in any comic books and then there there are barely any information about them to begin with. So they had almost nothing to work with and they're trying to make this thing, you know, with it. And trying to make it stick or something like that. Apparently, they're like apparently they have barely any comic history at all, but they wanted to bring them together to make this diverse movie for I don't know virtual signal reasons, Twitter reasons. 
Can't be money. Uh, I was just clicking away from the Eternals article, and I think I have found the dumbest article yet from CBR. Marvel's failed TV show may have debuted the strongest MCU suit. Could it still appear? They're talking about the new New Warriors. Now, hold on. I was pretty sure that the new New Warriors didn't even get adapted as a comic book. The thing never came out. So there was it never didn't. any fucking thought that it was going to get adapted into a show. Who is this Nicholas Brooks? There That's was never going to be Oh, my God. Okay, money Money says that it goes to CW. Money says it goes to CW. Oh, dude, it has to. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god this is so weird that's, to me. That's, that's just wrong information like what what is where did he even get that that debuted the strongest mcu suit also well the point the point i'm making is this is uh, fake news. This was never meant to be any kind of TV show. It was never adapted into anything. The official press release from Marvel is about this new comic book, and it dropped on March 17th of 2020. So this is some bullshit trying to pull the wall over people's eyes. It was really successful. Maybe one day we'll get it. Look, stop with your wish fulfillment bullshit. This chick, that guy, and these assholes suck. They're never going to get adapted. The book didn't even fucking come out. Me, me, one guy. I've made more money than the new New Warriors off my shit. Where's the new New Warriors at? <laughs> Fuck you, new New Warriors. Oh, uh, God. <clears throat> that's that's true. You, you, you sold which, more comments which, than you know, and that And that's what's dangerous, right? Because that, that was the fucking concept art for it. So the fact that the next entry on that list shows actual art from the actual books, but they're putting that fucking concept shit out as if it came out is crazy. That is... That's that's borderline unethical too, because you're you're bending something to fit a specific narrative that you're trying to fucking sell, and it's that's fucked up. That's really yeah. fucked up. I'm not gonna lie, I was severely disappointed when that comic book didn't come out because I was wanting to read it just to see how fucking bad it was. Oh yeah, same here, same here. I, w- I wanted oh. to do like a, like an on air reading or something of it. That was gonna be my entertainment was to see how bad it was and the laugh at about how horrible it was. And then, yeah, to read it and on air for the channel or something. Yeah. It, well, it just is. It, that was a that's the same in the same breath as the Eternals, right? That if you take something successful as far as an ensemble film like Avengers, like Guardians of the Galaxy, you know, X Men when it was good, and then you take it and you just copy the fucking cliff notes instead of copying the process to make another successful movie. You get the new warriors. You get Eternals. Instead of you know the 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 fucking amount of effort that went into Guardians of the Galaxy that wasn't just surface level was crazy, and they know that. And instead of just doing that, well, we'll just get famous people. We'll pay a lot of money for effects, and then we'll just throw some bullshit together for. For a villain, and then that's just going to be the Eternals. Like, like what? It's just so frustrating. Like every time movies make a step forward, it's three steps fucking back, man. It's just, it's just so frustrating. And again, hopefully I'm wrong. I really, truly hope that I'm wrong. I do want to, I do want to be wrong. I want Eternals to be awesome. But we've seen this, you know. And again, and again, I'm not even the motherfucking talented motherfucker here. 
<laughs> Jeff's an actual artist. Nick actually makes motherfucking movies. I'm just a motherfucker who just watches this shit. And it's a laundry <laughs> list of films that follow this sh- same formula and they all fucking fail. Every single one of them. And it's just, yeah, this just is, you know, it's it's just so frustrating as a movie fan, man. It really is. You you They spent more time getting Angelina Jolie than writing a good script. And it's just like, it, it, it's so disheartening. Yeah, you know, it you're, is. you're wasting this talent, these dudes and these ladies, for a shitty movie that's going to be forgotten about. So it looks like a lot of the information, we'll just talk about the Eternals one last time before we put this out of its misery. Uh, if it opens at $75 million and we have to take this ridiculous pandemic into account, it means it's the, basically we're Shang-Chi and slightly under Black Widow. So a lot of these projections, it's just people saying, well, these movies did this, so that's what we're doing. Now, if this was a normal... <laughs> normal year and it was suggested to open at 75 million that would put it at thor or sorry it would put it slightly above thor numbers but right at ant-man and the wasp which is on the bottom end of the mcu now funny enough these other mcu films released recently are at the bottom in terms of box office but i'd also say in terms of quality we don't have to talk about the numbers in terms of quality i think these are the two weaker two of the weakest mcu films we've seen and especially I'll even go on record to this. This is the weakest film-to-film lineup we've ever had in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and I've only seen two of the three films, and that's all I need to see because I've never been disappointed to this degree time after time. It's like, I didn't really like this one as much as the other ones, but then the next one blew my mind. Like It always worked like that. Not anymore. Yeah, man. It's 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 a, it's a definite um, changing of the guard moment for for the Marvel franchise. I mean, and again, you, you know, their backs were against the wall. We're like, we have to make these good movies. And now, you know, RDJ is done. Chris Evans is supposedly done. You know, obviously, you know, who knows what's going to happen with Chris Hemsworth, you know, especially now that Tika Watiti is trying to rub his dick all over <laughs> Thor to try to get Natalie Portman, who doesn't even want to do it into, into the, into the, the, the mainstream of Marvel films. So now they have all these other characters that, that they have to, they're just they're just pumping out and not trying to make them good. And it's so apparent, especially the way that you did Black Widow. You know, God damn it, the way they did Black Widow. You know, you you have Taskmaster. Instead of just this, that, oh my fucking God, that pretending we love women, yo. But Taskmaster, you digitally put her fucking head on a guy's body. Yeah. Like, what the fuck is that? What the fuck is it? Like, you got paid to do that. And you thought that people were just going to eat it up because it's Marvel. God damn, well, man. And, and yeah, and, and, and like, and, and, and like, nobody, nobody would find out and post it that Monday that that shit happened. Right. <laughs> you know? and, and even then, like, there are, there are females, there are female stunt actresses. I mean, that that's yeah. a thing. You could have gotten one. You could have gotten a you know a, a kind of experienced one, not one that's a you know a fresh newbie, but somebody that's experienced that you want to give a you know break to. Would have been like, look, we gave her a break in this Marvel movie. That would have been you know at least somewhat mm-hmm. you know you know gratifying. Be like, oh, okay, cool. You at least gave somebody a chance. But no, you're just like we're gonna do it. We're gonna do this. We give this guy a green hood and put him in the Taskmaster costume, and it's it's just a dude. I'm just like, we can tell. That's called like we, we can't can tell that Olga Kukeshov's small ass head isn't on this gigantic fucking body. That was such a dumb moment. 
God, that was Wait, so Taskmaster funny. was well, no, not just no, no, that that, that and also Black Widow smashing her head into the table because like pheromones were a thing. It's like wear wear, wear nose plugs, woman. Just wear nose yep. plugs. You'll be fine. You'll be fine. You'll be fine. Give it give it like five minutes. <laughs> Wouldn't have been a problem. <laughs> no, but smashing your head into the table was the way to do it. Uh, Sever the nerve. That was a real thing. That was a real. <laughs> yes, it was. Yes, it was, Dion. <laughs> Hiller, I was, and I was drunk as shit when we got to that part because we were at the bistro uh, over in, you know, that that you, Jesse, Hill, and I went to, Jay. And mm-hmm. I, both of us were like, we looked at each other like, what? What the fuck is, what is this? You know, and obviously I haven't seen Sang Chi yet, but and then you have the fucking Etern, and the motherfucker literally says Eternals Assemble. And they I don't think you like that part, Dion. <laughs> I I can't get over it, man. I can't get over it's, it. It's not like he said it forty-seven times tonight. Evil dies tonight, right? Evil evil dies forty years ago. Evil dies tonight. I'm just saying, forty-eight times. Like the motherfucker says it, and it's like, hey, but it's a different movie. We got all these member berries, but it's a different movie. It's like, my god, man. Like how. How how can you think playing it this safe is the answer? And it's just fucking amazing to me, man. Well, we'll find out on Sunday live together. But I brought up a picture of The Rock, not because I wanted to talk about wrestling yet, but because The Rock thinks he can make a Marvel DC crossover movie happen. <laughs> Come on, Dwayne. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, rock the Dwayne Johnson. Dude, you're not kidding. Even I'm trying to come up with a reason for this retarded shit he's saying. Come on, Rock. Yeah, just because you fart money doesn't mean shit. And I'm sorry. <laughs> you're not that powerful. You're not that guy. <laughs> so the Rock was uh where was he quoted at the other day? So Black Adam star Dwayne Twitter Johnson said he I don't fucking know. Uh, where's he at so this is his quote he says i think there's a crossover with black adam wonder woman what we were just talking about today was i turned to ryan and gal and i said there should be a crossover marvel and dc we can be the ones to possibly make it happen so we'll see what happens down the road (laughs) oh my so 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 black Black adam Adam and wonder woman are both dc Dwayne. Uh, so we're getting that's that not, that's not did he like did he just like see injustice or something and where he's like oh fuck black adam and wonder woman have a couple crossovers fuck we're, i just saw that on youtube we should have all of marvel and dc do a crossover Dwayne, you're not this is that moment where everyone has that one friend that they think they've said something very profound and the rest of the group says yeah dude it's already it's happened before, um, but what you saying is stupid. So I think you should get another drink, man. Just kind of calm down. <laughs> he should know his role and shut his mouth. Exactly. Sure, <laughs> bro. Oh, God. Does that event it, happen in, in the eighties or the yeah, like the late eighties, man? Well, even he, he, even then, Black story. Adam is is not like a mainstream character. There's no way you're gonna make. That character somehow bridged the gap between um, the MCU and the in the DC universe. Like that's not going to happen. Like maybe Superman or Batman, 
but you're not those characters, so well, plus it's like I don't think he knows what a crossover is. Like, no, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. He doesn't know what a crossover is. Like, yeah, Black Adam and Wonder Woman are in the same universe, just because they're di- like they've they've met each other many times, dude. So what you're saying isn't like fuck, dude. Has anyone thought of Marvel and DC? Do yes, they did it already, thirty years ago, and it was okay. And we're not gonna have that in the movies, man. So just. The only other place it happens now is in pornos. So fucking calm down. I mean, that's a better form of entertainment. That's where we got the superior Captain Marvel film. That's also that's correct. True. Maybe they'll Fair. do a sequel, Black Ass Adam. That'd be great. <laughs> no, we got to get it first. Adam. We got to get that first. My Black Ass Adam. I'd watch it. Who are so you? So guys. Black Ass is Adam. You're going to name your black ass Adam? Okay, it's official WCBS canon in the year 3535. Dion names his black ass to Adam. <laughs> He's more machine now than man. Shitty and evil. And evil. <laughs> hey, Dion, before we move yeah. on to our next subject, uh, pick a number, please. Uh, give me 17. You got it. Does he look like a bitch? Oh, man, we haven't had that one for a while. I love it. I love it every time. It fits so good. Wilson! The unauthorized biography of Tom Hanks says, It was definitely sabotage on the set of Rust. Just like Epstein killed himself. Wonder Woman didn't rape anyone, and Rob Zombie's Halloween was definitely good. Ooh. Damn. Pulling out all the stops. It's called a dunk, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Ryan Kuhn says, government-funded woke, your taxes at work. Oh, let's not talk about our tax money at work. I, I'm i still mad that where I live, when you call for help, you just get put on hold. Just Joe 47 says, after the new round of roster cuts, how will WWE survive without Eva Marie and Nia Jax? Man, carrying Cross's career nosedive just after four months. Yeah, well. My hole, my hole. Nia Jax will save him insurance money. Uh, yeah, I guess so. But how did she get fired? She's related to The Rock. I thought she was a protected wrestler. Well, I mean, they use all their protection all the thought that. Use all so, that on the Usos, man. God, they're fucking. That goddamn storyline needs to end. Head of the table and shit. Come on. So of these releases. Uh, who surprised you the most? Kevin Lee and Karen, for sure, dude. That was insane. I was going to say, this, well, fucking Nia Jack surprised me the most because, like we said, she's related to The Rock. So we thought, I thought she was untouchable. So that one actually surprised me the, lo- the most. Keith Lee didn't really surprise me because they haven't done shit with him for a while. Uh, Eva Marie's not surprising. The, the more surprising thing was the fact that they actually brought her ass back for some reason. Um, most of the people that were just NXT people, not named Tom, Tommaso Ciampa, doesn't surprise me. And, um, not yeah, I was gonna say Nia Jack's probably the only thing that surprised me. Karen Cross doesn't surprise me because, like I'd said to Dion, he was ruined from the day they called him down to the main roster and uh, dressed him like a fucking gimp. So that's 
nothing surprises me about WWE anymore. Hey, Dion, how do you feel about my new nickname, Jeff Bearcat Hicks? Um, I just hope to God it works out better for you than it did Keith Lee. Right. Remember that girl I used to know, Bearcat? Yep. The crazy one? Yep. Did I tell you she uh, sent me a message not too long ago so asking how I was? No. Oh. Yeah, she's like, hey, I work blah, blah, blah. And if we run into each other, we should uh, hang out. I was like, sure. I'm not going to oh, she does Oh, here, oh but... so she randomly sent your message because you were doing kind of, you're doing kind of good. And she's like, hey, wonder what he's oh, up to. She's married with a kid. I would never. Yeah, I'm, well, I'm you know, single, she must, she must be very happy. About you. I'm, just, I'm just saying. Talking about yeah. her. Yeah. All right, Nelly, we're talking about us. <laughs> <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> um, our friend Modalicious sent in a super chat that it said Marvel 17th alphabet person ever. Well, that's going to but butts and seats, right? Oh my God. Shit. You tell him, Siobhan. <laughs> oh, he's my hero. Now, we have another one from our friend Adam Alford. It says Marvel and DC won't do a crossover ever since they started making billions and even more now that WB and Disney can't get everything right. Yeah, I only wanted to talk about this story that. To show how oblivious The Rock was to certain things. It's like, look, Rock, you are my favorite. I'm not, I'm probably the last person to want to dunk on The Rock relentlessly, but this just wasn't <clears throat> smart. It just comes off as like, come on, dude. In school, I knew who owned Marvel and who owned DC. Back then, Marvel was its own thing, we thought, and DC was Warner Brothers. Uh, thanks, Rock. Uh, thanks for making us look bad. Yeah. Yeah, where to go, asshole. <laughs> now so oh god looking bad let's look at a movie that was fucking trash star wars did. the rise of skywalker oh god why 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 what um i have i have i have a theory because this movie came out at the end of 2019 right 17 yep. Seven. or no yeah oh, rise of skywalker i was thinking of last jedi sorry yeah, okay this, I, this... I, I, i'm suffering from some cte because of those movies Oh, I, 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 hey, hey, I'm right there with you. Um, I think, I, th I think when I think this movie caused the beginning of of the beer bug. That's that's my theory. Oh shit! I mean, it's possible. I felt pretty fucking sick after watching it. Yeah, I'm, I'm just saying, man. I'm just saying. After that movie came out, something happened. Okay, it took a few months to to take hold, but you know, it it happened. You're right. Possibly. <laughs> <laughs> so, the other day. News broke about Matt Smith. We all know Matt Smith from Doctor Who. He's the 11th Doctor. I had to think about that one for a second. Yeah. But he was going to be in, he was supposed to be in Star Wars Episode 9, The Rise of Skywalker. All these yeah. different uh, leaks and edits and cuts and stuff told us about Matt Smith being in the film, correct? Correct. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So we, I think we even had a bit on the show about that because there was the thing that Matt Smith's going to be in it and we talked about it at length well it never happened they never filmed anything uh, matt smith has gone on record for the story you guys ready to hear it yeah oh yeah matt smith has shed some light on his star wars episode 9 the rise of skywalker character which was ultimately cut from the movie before the actor got to film any scenes in an interview with happy sad confused podcast smith said that his character was kicked out of the script and he wasn't needed for the movie we were close to me being in it, but it never quite happened, Smith said. I think they were thinking for me eventually to become a part. The part became obsolete. He said they didn't need it, and so I was never going to be in Star Wars. Um, 
I'm sad that he wasn't in Star Wars. But when he was asked by the interviewer if the rumors of Smith playing Palpatine's son are any true, uh, Smith could not say, but with a smile promised that the role would have been big. I could not possibly say if it was Palpatine's son, but it was pretty. It was a pretty groovy thing, Smith said. It was a pretty groovy part in a concept, like a big story detail, like a transformative Star Wars story detail, but it never caught got quite over the line. Smith said he had some discussions with the filmmakers regarding what his character would wear, but it sounds like his character never got much further than that. The actor said he never even got to wear a costume. When Smith stated to conjecture if he would be able to show up in a later Star Wars project, the video stuttered and Smith's answer was lost. Well, maybe I can come back, Smith said. You never know, I mean. The, inter the interviewer joked that it was a horrible time for the audio to drop, and Smith blamed his poor internet connection. He never finished the answer and began talking about his role in the upcoming Game of Thrones spinoff. Oh, okay. You know what they should have done? And it would have made the movie immensely better. Not that it would have been hard to do. They're all fucking battling and everything like that, and all of a sudden the fucking TARDIS just shows up, and he comes walking out of it with, like one of his little traveling companions or something like that. And here they are in the middle of fucking Jack you. And it's just like, Oh, crossover. <laughs> nice. Oh my God. Uh, I don't like that. Yeah. I'd be like, Hey, this movie just got better. <laughs> it got tolerable. <laughs> yeah. It, yeah. It would be tolerable for 30 seconds. And then, then he would talk and he would say something and then immediately be, you know, be retroactively removed all of a sudden. It's like, okay, whatever you said and did doesn't matter. All like in, in next 30 seconds because that's how that movie was it's like something happened and then something countered it something happened something countered it like all the way through that movie i think it would been just there. be funny there could, <clears throat> there could have been a war between like the daleks and fucking the empire or the first world <laughs> order or whatever they called themselves that'd been fun that would have made it that would have been a way better movie for sure you know and, and, and also also the sports on the side of the ship was oh god yeah a little much Hey, ladies, man, seven two seven. Thank you for backing stealing solo. I'm glad you got everything. Yeah, the the, the fact that 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 scene was in the commercial. Just every time I kept I kept thinking I kept thinking Sporses and thought of Kendo. I'm just like, God damn this movie. Good night, <laughs> Sporses. You're falling off of a fucking air uh, star destroyer. Star destroyer. It was like us as weren't. Wasn't it announced that the people that were in that like star destroyer had been there forever? Like the star field of people were just like, oh, we're just waiting. A whole platoon of uh, wait, no, it was like okay, a fleet, whole star fleet, the fucking fleet like, there. With, yeah, with yeah, they, the whole fleet in... were generations of people that were just living there. Yeah, and suspended animation probably or some dumb shit excuse. Because that's uh, really well thought out. Yeah. He said sarcastically, knowing that the entire movie wasn't well thought out. <laughs> yeah, correct. <laughs> correct. I don't know if I'm going to go and take a deep dive video or make a deep dive video on Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker news. I don't care enough. Maybe <laughs> no, please don't for your sanity. Don't. Yeah, I was working on Wokebusters. Yeah, I mean, I mean the the fact that you've made multiple turtles turtles videos it just hurts me because you had you had to make them. Just like this must hurt Jeff so much to do these. I'm not the same anymore, Nick. I'm a changed man. I'm hurt, <laughs> different. I hurt myself today just to see if I still feel. <laughs> I was frozen today. <laughs> I understood both of those references, and I love Thank them. You. <laughs> but. There you go, folks. There's a little more inside information on Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker, the most disjointed piece of shit they could have made. It could have been the, worse somehow. The most disjointed piece of shit since The Last Jedi. Huh. 
What a great this, string I mean, of it's, film. It's, it's very topical that you know we're going back to this and while after talking about the Eternals, man, like it's just <laughs> you know That's Disney terrible. just right now doesn't have the fucking juice right now. The circle is juice. now complete. Oh God, have you guys seen the trailer for what is it, the Book of Boba Fett or anything? Yeah, I, I saw did. That it. It was during Monday, uh, the football game the other day. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I, I, I watched it too, and I was just like, man, I really, I really don't care. <laughs> I just really don't I mean, care I anymore. Care. It's, it's. I mean, it's fucked up that the Book of Boba Fett is the best thing they have going right now. Cause I'm at least a little excited about the trailer. Didn't do a great job of getting me pumped, but it's better than than Eternals. I'll tell you that right the fuck now, or any Marvel property. I mean, it's crazy. I mean, thank God we had Let There Be Carnage. That's really the only good comic book thing out right now. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's 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 crazy that the Book of Boba Fett is the best thing that fucking Disney has going right now. Mm-hmm. That's well, I'll be watching it. Yeah, yeah, we'll watch it too. You know, it's already on my list of things to watch while I'm off for my birthday. You know what I'm saying? Get caught up on my shitty Marvel properties, but I, you know, it's it's just so fitting that while we're talking about the Eternals, motherfucking Star, the sequel trilogy comes back up. It's just you know talking about things that are going to disappear out of the public light. Fucking Star Wars, man! It's just. I, I can't imagine being a billion dollar film company and you can't even make good films. Like th- that's mm-hmm. your one job is to make good films to sell merchandise and you can't fucking do it. I just I'm shocked that well, I'm shocked. We'll put it like that. <laughs> fucking Boba Fett. I don't even give a shit though. It's hard to like comment on the trailer even it's too hard to even pull up an image for this show. It wasn't bad. It looked fine. I talked about it on the high council. It does what the Mandalorian does. It presents the world of star Wars to the audience. And I think it does that very well. But other than that, who gives a shit? It's been folks. It has sucked for me since 2015. Why am I supposed to still care? <laughs> because Jeff, you're the, you're the target demographic for these things. You know, that's why, man, that's why. Yeah. Apparently. That's what, that's what they that's what they say in out of the corner of their mouths, right? Like, no, this is for the fans, but we're gonna do all this half-hearted bullshit for casual fans. Oh, we're gonna have all these stupid ass characters that are clearly aimed for the kids. Oh, we're gonna bring in these really dumb shows that aren't even gonna last a season because it's gonna try to bring up the old characters, but it's clearly gonna be written with the mind of a child. But no, this is all for you guys, the OG fans. Yeah, thanks, Disney. Yep, yeah, bullshit. So on the screen in front of you is an older article, but it still checks out. A couple people, a couple places were reporting that No Time to Die needs to gross $900 million to break even. Oh, God. It's not even halfway there yet. Yeah. Oh, It's more than halfway there. I was going to ask you guys, though, if you think it's going to make it there, because currently No Time to Die sits at $609 million. Ooh, with this really? I'm, I'm, I'm kind of shocked. Yeah, it's um, more than I thought it would do. Because when did it come out? The October seventeenth. Eight. Oh, dude, we're yeah, almost, almost a month, month ago. in. If it does, it's going to just barely make it. If it does. Well, here's an interesting tidbit: No Time to Die overtakes Avengers: Endgame as sixth highest-grossing movie ever at UK box office. Um. Good for what? the UK box office. <laughs> yeah, they're really they're really moving moving those those pegs around to make sure that the you know, game was only the sixth highest in the UK. 
Yeah, huh. that's according to this list from uh, where am I at? From this list right here. Wow, I did not know that it was it was that low on the. That's interesting. Huh. That is very interesting. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're almost a month in, and it's just over halfway. <sighs> well, Listen, competition yeah. start to pop up. We have yeah, we have the, the Eternals. God, the Eternals might hurt James Bond. Yeah, I said that. Okay, okay, all right. Calm, calm down. <laughs> well, it, it it deserves to hurt something else other than like you know our eyes and sensibilities. <laughs> god dude and and that new bond movie was so fucking boring oh my god you didn't want him to there get there were cool parts when he got the, the way oh, the way that hillary put it i think was perfect was the more you think about it the more it pisses you off <laughs> yeah I and even i just it. don't see that movie making almost a billion dollars um over the next few weeks like i said if I, with it being halfway a month almost a month i think if it does make it it's just barely hitting 900 million no it won't it won't it'll, it'll get to like seven or eight and then like just die that'd be such a weird thing if this movie like all of a sudden becomes like a four billion dollar grocery like did you know that no time to die is the highest grossing movie ever how? Yeah. Well, Jeff Bezos personally <laughs> funded the box office. Yeah, God. It ends up staying. It ends up like extending its run for like an extra like a hundred something weeks just to fucking do it. Oh God! God I, that's why Jeff Bezos does not donate his money because he's got to artificially inflate the box office for a James Bond movie because he just bought MGM and he needs to look good. Oh, God. On the stock well, yeah. I mean, he's slowly morphing into a Bond villain. So what better way to do it than pump slowly? Yeah, slowly. I mean, his his his, his, his rocket is shaped. Space. Yeah, yeah, his rocket <laughs> is shaped like a dick. I mean, what what more evil? How much more evil can you get? Well, he doesn't have the word doctor in front of his name, so he can't get that evil. He can buy that. Give him time. Can yeah, I buy a doctor? University, <laughs> Lebry or Lefry, whatever the fuck it's called. Oh, is ever still a thing? <laughs> University of American Samoa. Oh God. What Wait, was it? Now oh, you can buy what was the one the, the, the like the South New Hampshire University or some shit like that? That was the one that, that yep. kept popping up. It's a yep. weird one. Oh, that's that actually an accredited actually not university. Profit, surprisingly. Oh really? That's, an, that's actually an accredited state university. Because because yeah, like, it, was... it, it kept popping up with the other commercials. I was, I was just like, this cannot be serious. Right? And, that's yeah. why it's so iffy because it feels like a for-profit <laughs> university. Yeah. It's it screams Sanford Brown at you, but it's definitely not. Okay. Batman 89 was in theaters before high school ended and was still in theaters when school started back up with filled seats, says Super Mastermind. That would have been a fun summer. Well, that's in 89, that's when, that's when you know, uh, a, <laughs> a theater ticket and popcorn was like five bucks, maybe eight. Yeah, and that, and they weren't trying to crank the movies through their run in three months to sell you the DVDs to move on to their next project either. Yeah, and and, and also, the, you know, the, the trailers didn't last 30 minutes. It was like five at the most. Correct, dude. 1989 had some awesome movies. There, you had Batman, yes, Last Crusade, Lethal Weapon 2, Ghostbusters 2, Dead Poet Society, Field of Dreams, Turner and Hooch, See No Evil, Hear No Evil, Hooch, The Abyss, Karate Kid, Dirty Uncle, Uncle Buck, License to Kill, Pet Cemetery, Weekend at Bernie's, Roadhouse. Oh my god, Weekend at Bernie's. All right, we should have got, got a Weekend at Bernie's 3. We should have got a Weekend at Bernie's 3. I'm just saying. 
We do. It's called The Walking Dead. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> now, I got a question for you, Nick. 1989 oh. had two slasher films go up against each other. In your opinion, which is better? Friday the 13th, Part 7, excuse me, Part 8, Jason Takes Manhattan, or Nightmare on Elm Street 5, The Dream Child? Oh, shit. Um, dream, uh, no, Dream, no, Dream Child, well, Dream Child was kind of boring. I remember that one. It's about, like, the girl is pregnant and like her get her kid has dreams therefore she gets you know zapped into dreams with freddy even though she's like fully awake and shit it's not that it's dream warrior before that was a lot of fun uh i gotta give it up to eight even though eight is just like meh it's even though it's like jason in canada kind of it's basically jason i'm on a boat uh for most of the movie but i'll give it i'll give it that one I'll, I'll, i i gotta give it to jason though i gotta give it to to part to part eight God damn. They had part eight out in 1989, and that film series started in 1980. Yeah, <laughs> yeah dude. Jesus. One a year, man. One oh. a year. They were not playing around. That was that they was were like, we we're just gonna fucking beat this fucking pinata till the candy runs out. Well, they said, well give us your fucking money, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> the teenagers the are still I showing up. Just keep fucking flogging this thing. Well, I mean, most of the time, teenagers that are in those movies are, you know, finger popping each other in the top row. That's so. true. That's true. And 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 and, and to give you and to, to give you an idea, the remake came out in 09. God damn. Yep. Saw that in college. God, that makes me feel old. And the remake came came out in 09, um, and there hasn't been one since. I like the remake. I just watched it the other night. I thought. See, I thought it was pretty good. It wasn't. It wasn't great, but it was a nice little. Reach out and my boy Jared Padalecki didn't do too bad. No, yeah, it's 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 okay. Like there were a couple things that like there were like two or three things that I just didn't like. Like the fact that he, like, the fact that it was this whole retelling. They could have just made it like another movie and not had to do like the whole like oh we're gonna restart the series. Like you know there was no need for that. Just add to it like everybody else has. Well, he, then it's like he randomly is keeping the sister alive and they never explain that. And also he has some sort of like underground like facility with like lighting and shit. Like when when yeah. did he become a contractor? and he has fucking booby traps like what happened where what, yeah. where did this thing happen well, at least yeah. he wasn't running around screaming evil dies tonight that's true but I mean once Over again like to make a Friday the 13th movie is not fucking it's not it's not rocket surgery like it's not fucking complicated like like shitty kids alcohol drugs tits and sex gore killing campground like that's all you fucking need you do not need more than that if you go beyond that, you're overthinking it, and you need to just not be involved in the project. Um, I don't know what to say to that one. I'm sorry, I got distracted. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, uh, I mean, and and you know, I'm, 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 I'm that's I'm kind of glad that it, you know, it's in it's in litigation now, and they're still going through the lawyer bullshit because there won't be one for a while, and hopefully it'll bring back, you know. Some love for the series. Um, I do feel bad for the game though, because the game the game had potential to be really a lot of fun and good, and they can't do anything with it because of what's going on. So yeah, yo, fuck the fuck the people who own the movie rights for that, because that's bullshit. That really pisses me off. That and, is such yeah, a like and, and and those guys are old as shit. Like what? Like when they get out, they what? They're they're gonna have it for what? Maybe five years, and then you know, kick the bucket. Then what? Yeah. They're gonna give it to their family and their estate. Yeah. And because those are going to run out too, because they haven't made a movie in over a decade. Yeah, yeah, it, exactly. So, uh, so whoever owns the rights is going to, um, it'll, yeah, it'll, it, it, it'll shift or something. I mean, I, I don't know how that works since they're, you know, once again, like you know, in litigation and stuff like that. I have no idea how that works, but um, I mean, are, are the rights are the are the rights whoever holds it are just they are they they just like on pause then until they get out, or are they or is the, is the timer still running out, or what's what's the deal with that? 
that that appears to be what the case is. Last time I looked into it, that's I guess that's exactly how it happens until they figure out what's going on um, in terms of the rights to the character. The, every everything goes on hold, which I didn't even like, which is just weird because you would have thought that they they had that figured out before they released the game. But yeah, I guess that's that's apparently exactly how it works. Is while you know while until this gets figured out, they can't do shit with games, additional merchandise, none of that. Yeah, well, I think I think when they proposed the game to those guys, they said yes, and they they developed the game, they did the Kickstarter for it, and they brought it out. And then once it came out, there was a controversy. Then like they started having their fucking lovers spat or some shit, and then they called their lawyers, and then they've been like this for you know a while now. So crazy, man! And they were gonna come yeah. out with Jason X skin for the game. Yeah, dude, there were yeah, those would be the Jason the Jason X skin, the eight bit NES version. Um, they're going to have more levels and more things you could do, more kills, more stuff. Like it was going to be a whole thing. Yeah. They're going to have a different map. I guess one map was going to be like a Manhattan-esque thing for eight. It was going to be nuts. Like, then I think they were going to do the psychic chick was going to be a character besides Tommy. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Cause Tommy was in it. Yeah. They were going to have her have her like psychic powers and stuff. Like it was going to be a whole thing. They had so many expansions, so many things like so so much, so much fun shit laid out for it that they can't do it. Yeah. You know? So fucking depressing hmm. yeah but i mean i like once again i'm kind of happy that 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 franchise is kind of like not really dead but it's more remembered there aren't going to be like awkward remakes and re- redos and that bullshit i'm happy about That's that true. happening and i'm i am very happy that i got the crazy ass box set like i'm really happy with that <laughs> that's true the nice that box set, set like yeah, no, no, that, dude, that box set is entirely worth the $160 I paid for it. I, I love it. The fact that part 3D is, is an actual 3D and you can, if you have a 3D TV, you can watch it, makes it fucking worth it. Now, uh, one of our listeners has a, a, not really a question, but a statement I think that we're going to be interested by. So Breadman Production says, since no movies nowadays interest me, I'm going back and watching past ones I've missed. I recently saw Demolition Man. Thumbs up. Next up, the Blade Trilogy. Dude, Demolition Ooh. Man. Oh, my God. The three seashells? That's right. This guy doesn't know how to use the three seashells. I was just talking about this online with somebody. Holy shit. Dude, I love... I love... Like, Demolition Man was... I watch it... I, dude, I wore out that tape at the, the rental place, man. I would I would rent it, like, every other week. My mom was like, Demolition Man again? I'm like, yes. I need to watch yeah, this shit again. I fucking love that movie. I remember <laughs> when... Because it was the, the 20... The 30th anniversary was in, like, what? 2017 or something like that? And... I fucking, you know, and that was the long, it'd been the longest time because it was like AMC was doing it. And that was the longest time I watched anything on AMC. And it was because they were showing, you know, it was the anniversary of Demolition Man. They had the fucking story notes and shit throughout the movie. I, oh my God, fucking Simon says die, you know, fucking Simon Dennis says- Leary doing Dennis Leary. <laughs> Dude, that was, that was such a good movie. I wish, I wish that had spawned at least a couple of like sequels. I know. Because yeah. you could have brought in like, uh, Schwarzenegger could have brought in like Van Damme and other people as well and like done a few of them, yeah, but it didn't. God, man, Simon Phoenix, Simon Phoenix. Dion, did you know there's a whole toy line of that movie? What I did, I saw because is it NECA that doesn't? No, it's back in the day, like there was a toy line. Oh, no, I didn't know that. Oh, you mean, oh, you, okay, all right, I, I kind of know what you mean. Yeah, that's crazy. I didn't know that at all, man. That's that's nuts. Yeah, I'll show them to you go, real quick. I might, I might have to go find them on eBay now and buy them all. They have some of the worst box art ever, oh, and God, the oh, figures. God. One of the figures kind of looks like Stallone, 
And Wesley Snipe looks more like Snipes looks more like Dennis Rodman, but uh, you oh, guys God. can decide what you think <laughs> of the Demolition Man action figures. Oh wow, I did not. Know. Oh my God! Holy <laughs> shit! <laughs> oh God, Stallone doesn't have a neck at all, so that's accurate. <laughs> Why does he have a yellow shirt on? Wait, what? Did, I don't okay, know. What did I just sit down and see? Why does why does why does Simon Phoenix look like like he's supposed to be the alternate Bruce Willis in Fifth Element? Because he is. <laughs> That's so. Yeah, I can see why these didn't last very long. Holy shit! <laughs> wow. I mean, you're not these excited to pick up this one right here. Those are basic as hell. Man. Oh my god. Jesus. Oh, Demolition Man. <laughs> I know what that is. Oh, God. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll still buy him. I'll still buy him just to have him. I'm glad we've uh, come a long way in our toy development. Mattel, not your best toy line. <laughs> nope. So, sorry, Japan. Thank you very much for your generous super chat. Won a tidy reward in Vegas, so. Clot to Barada Nikto. Remember those words. I got it. I got it. No, I didn't say every single syllable. Klaatu <laughs> Barada necktie. Klaatu Barada. Adam Walker. Well, that movie's going to have to get canceled soon because there's that part Why? where he's saying it. And, well, because he goes, I know it was an N word. You can't have that now. Not in today's society. Eh, that's still funny. People still laugh at that. If Bruce oh, Campbell gets can, funny. if Bruce Campbell get, gets canceled, I'm moving to the fucking woods. Okay, I'm just like I can't do this anymore. I'm done. Yeah, no. <laughs> the Nick's gonna become the new Unabomber. He's already got the beard. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I'll move, move to the woods, north of the northern Michigan, so I can be closer to Dion. <laughs> yeah, I'll take that. We just can't go up in the UP, obviously, because there's a fucking demon out there in those woods. You know what I'm saying? We might, we might want to cool it a little bit. We'll just stay in the lower Michigan. Okay, fine, fine, fine. That's that's now, fine. Now, Adam Walford, thank you very much. He says, as of now, Dune has made two hundred ninety-one million dollars, and Eternals barely made seven point six million. And it's sad it might take make twelve after the fifth. But some cineplexes have canceled screenings for Dune because ticket sales aren't high enough. That sucks. I'm definitely going to see it. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I'll I'll see it eventually, man. I just haven't had the time. I try to see tomorrow. But yeah, I want I, I want I want that IMAX experience, man. That's why I uh, you know I want to go watch it like that. I just want to watch it in my living room. Yeah, <laughs> I can't do that shit anymore. Not not for doing, man. Not for doing. Yeah, I, I, I love my man did Blade Runner twenty forty nine. I'm going to fucking theaters to see that. I did not support Blade Runner twenty forty nine, so I probably won't support this one in theaters. It's a hard sell. Dune is not for me. I'll watch the movie, but I'm not going to spend. 40 bucks to take Jesse and myself to the theater when we have HBO Max and a popcorn maker. This is just one no convincing is going to get me to go see it in IMAX. It's not going to change my experience. Seeing it on a big screen isn't going to change the story. I'm lucky to have a nice TV and a sound bar so it'll at least sound good, but like I don't care. That's just It's not for me. This isn't Dune's not Star Wars or some Star Trek movies or other sci-fi that I'm into. I mean, fuck. I talked about the Inkle earlier, so clearly I'm into sci-fi, just not all sci-fi. If you're into Dune, awesome. I hope it makes a billion dollars. You get 10 movies and everything you want happens. Me, I'm going to watch it at home and I'll tell you what I think next time. That's kind of depressing. <laughs> <laughs> I agree with him. 
You don't have to, you can yeah, but I mean, yeah, even 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 I'm not even I'm not a Dune fan, but I mean, like, just like the, the I mean, the, the trailer got me hyped, and like the scope of it is looks pretty big, and I'm like, I need to watch it. I need to watch it on a theater, man. You don't have to deal with dickheads on their cell phones. All sorts of great stuff. Give me the theater experience, baby. Oh, I'll take the theater experience for most movies, just not this one. Right. I'm trying to think what I want to see in theaters this year. I kind of wanted to see that uh, Edgar Wright movie, because it's Edgar Wright. Uh, The French Canadian. No, that's that's what's... that's Last Night in Soho. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know about that one. That one looks kind of goofy. Yeah, it looks uh, yeah, it does look a little goofy for sure. Did you like Baby Driver? Yeah. I love Baby I've, Driver. I've, I've, I've loved most of his movies. Actually, all of them, I think. Yeah, all of them. I just didn't like At World's End. That was a huge letdown. Holy shit, I was so sad <laughs> after watching that one. God damn. That's, oh, it didn't suck. Yeah. World's End was huge letdown. Yeah, I liked it. I thought it was okay, but it definitely did not live up to the previous two. Mm-mm. The first two are iconic and classics, instant classics. Yep. That's why I bought that shirt. Yeah, I love it. Silent Bob 78, thank you very much. The only bad thing about the new New Warriors being canceled is that Cable Smith is writing new issues of Blade. Oh, God. That is an awful trade-off. Yeah. Well, here's an even worse trade-off for Dion. SH Rebels 08 says, I'll take a horse and a buffalo, Jeff. I'm sorry, Dion. You found my secret button. Lucky you. Lucky me. Sorry, buddy. (laughs) Why is it so many pauses in there? So you know how little life you you can enjoy me beyond. This is the end. Don't do it while you're showing ScarJo, you sick son of a bitch. <laughs> oh, I need a drink after that. I'll be back. That actually makes it funnier. I'm going to go pull up at World's End and go fucking cut myself. Oh, God. Well, we'll wait for you to get back. Uh, SA Troubles 08. While we're waiting, MJ1 Media says, I want Demolition Man and Tank on Cash released with cut footage. Both films have scenes that were cut by the same guy. By the way, I have a DM prequel idea. Okay, first of all, the first of all, we, we, we got to be best friends because I love those two movies. Tango and Cash is just completely under fucking rated, and I goddamn love that movie. Even though, even though apparently during even the production was like just hell for it, and they had to change the script so many times, it's still one of my favorite movies. I uh, sorry, I was just reading people talk about Daniel Kibblesmith in the chat. He's, I'm glad he's not uh, more popular, but. Do you think Blade's going to actually be a big hit when it comes out in a couple of years? Or do you think people are going to be over the MCU? Well, I think that might be over because, I mean, we're not getting a rated, rated R Blade. or even I mean, we're going to get a PG-13 Blade. It's going to be very subdued. So, I mean, they're probably going to sell it and be like, oh, even though this is PG-13, it's going to be way better. It's, it's way better. And I don't know. I'm, I really, I really don't want to. I really don't know what's going to happen. I mean, I'm... I'm I want to say they're going to go the woke route and still kind of like do the, you know, make Blade kind of woke, but who knows? They, they may get past that. They may not. Um, I just, I like Wesley Snipes will always be Blade to me. So I, I can't really support a new one if they put it out. Yeah, that's how I feel. I'm, 
Like I'm gonna pick up the fucking Blu-ray. No, sorry, the 4K disc of Blade just because it's awesome. But I love that. That's just one of those actors. Like Robert Downey Jr. is Iron Man to me. Wesley, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Hugh Jackman is Wolverine. Nobody yeah, else. Exactly. Yeah, Dion, you so. back yet? <laughs> well, you get some cinnamon bread. We got a listener who we haven't heard from in a while. Our buddy Tim Riggs is back. He says, "What? Yeah, he has been a tough year and rough finding time to watch any live streams. Glad you guys still keeping it real. Thanks, Tim. We were wondering about you, man, at Horror Hound. Hopefully, everything calms down so you could come to the one next March or September, depending on your schedule. Are you? Are, 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 are we doing? Are we doing the one in March, Jeff? Are we? Are, are we doing that? Is that, is that what's happening? Uh, I thought we were. I have to get the exact dates." It's weird having to like plan your life out nine months in advance or six months in advance or how many months in advance. It's like, can I just worry about it soon? Not now. Well. Uh, also, Darian217, thank you very much for your generous super chat. Darian says, uh, work sucks at the office this week. Still feel better than that stormtrooper that took the express route down the stairs. Can I get a double shot of stairs to laugh at? Of course you can get a double <laughs> shot of stairs. All you have to do is ask and you shall receive. <laughs> oh, shit. I think it doesn't the step he trips on is like step high or something like step step forward or some shit like that. Dion, are you ready to see it again? I am. Okay. Oh, he falls so hard. <laughs> he does, man. Oh, that must. <laughs> Yeah, because oh, like the, it's just it's just hard plastic and concrete just sitting his body bouncing off the damn stairs. I just love how all like the whole suit is coming apart too. Yeah, it's just like <laughs> yeah, screws and bolts and shit just going everywhere. <laughs> hey Dion, since you walked away. So, like, did the horses become women? I'm like, what the fuck? Maybe. <laughs> horses. Know, the, the video. The video it's from is 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 just a is honestly just it's just his makeup test. So it's it's, it's somebody it's somebody who bought space and took a weekend and filmed some shit and this is their makeup test. It's kind of weird. I was worried it was like a porn or something. I was like, I don't want to have to look this up. <laughs> So you're not into it, Dion? I'm scared to answer either way. <laughs> All right, fine. <laughs> I just, All right, fine. <laughs> oh my! Oh my God! There's more of it. Holy shit! Oh, dude, it goes. Dude, on. Why? It goes on for like three or four minutes. Because <laughs> one night Who else I was watching it. Oh, wait, that's my tab in the background. Yeah, I'm about to say, you had it on for a second, buddy. <laughs> yeah, no, when I was still working at the previous job and I was on an overnight, it was like right after Jeff debuted that button for the first time. And I actually looked it up and like, there's like a, it's like a four minute long video or something crazy like that. And I'm like sitting there at three o'clock in the morning watching this and be like, okay, this is slightly unsettling. 
slightly. <laughs> I had a fucking nightmare. Like the second second week he was on the show, I was like, "What the fuck?" Oh, <laughs> thong wearing fatty. Don't be making fun of my trauma. All right. Sure. <laughs> no, 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 bitch. <laughs> God damn. I love that. So, guys, I feel like we've covered a lot of great topics and put on a pretty damn good show. Uh, is there anything else you guys want to say before we put this baby to bed? Free yayo. Um, I'm I'm excited because now as an adult, I can get my own last name on the back of a Blues jersey and not look like a total douchebag for doing it because they they that they debuted a guy tonight and played in goal with my last name. So I'm like, hey, now I don't look like one of those weirdos. God, that's awesome. That is actually really awesome. Ah, um, yeah, I looked him up right now. Cool. Yeah. yeah. You, you should just say it's your cousin. Yeah, it's my cousin that's like 15 years younger than me, and I think from another country. So, or no, he's Canadian. He, so yeah, that'll work. <laughs> okay, yeah. Well, I'm glad I can go to the St. Louis Post Dispatch and read all about this. Well, yeah, just don't keep scrolling. It's a great website. Great gonna... website. Want to make you like sign up for a subscription to read it online, so just hurry up and click off. It, it oh, didn't God. even let me read the article before the ad came up. Yeah, see, that's usually the way the post dispatch works. Same, same with the USA Today. It's like, hey, you can't read this article. You want, you want ads, or do you want, you want to, you know, do you want no ads? Yeah. No, to access this article, just pay five dollars a week. No, no. If you, if you want to access this one article, pay ninety nine cents. Like, no, go fuck yourself. Capitalism. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm all, I, I'm, I'm, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm all for it. But when you nickel and dime me on the internet, like just, just stop, just stop. Yeah. Five dollars for a hand job, ten dollars for a blow job, twenty dollars for a ZJ. I don't know what it is because I can't afford it. <laughs> <laughs> I got a twenty. You can borrow, Kendo. <laughs> <laughs> that covers the first two minutes. <laughs> yeah, ZJ is twenty dollars per two minutes. It's an extra five dollars a minute after that. Oh god, it, it's like a fucking. What are you? What, what are you doing? Calling Miss Cleo in like in like ninety eight? What are you doing? Boom, Call me now. <laughs> the cards don't lie unless it's not accepted yeah, by the MS. Oh my god! By the way, by the way, like I'm, I'm so happy you and Hillary use those costumes. Uh, you guys look great in them. Really, you do. No, uh, well, yeah, they do. <laughs> well, the the idea, the reason I bought you two of them is, it's like, oh, I want you to mix and match them together. But fuck it, whatever. They look great. Oh yeah, man. We were there's no way we were gonna let those go to waste. <laughs> them shits was getting used. As I was gonna wear it to the Michigan Michigan State game, but I fucking stayed up drinking the night before, so I had to rush out the door, so I couldn't. I didn't put them on. But why boy, is that not a surprise? Well, you, you know me too well, so just cool it over there. It's not like you're best friend or anything. I know, right? Hmm. Nick, is there anything you'd like to say before we put this uh, baby to bed? Uh, make sure you guys get your uh, world-class bullshitters beer glass at shopwcs.com along with hoodies and uh, beanies that we have over there. Yeah, we have uh, merchandise in the link below, so click that, folks, and uh, grab yourselves a shirt. Now let's put this out. Uh, so our friend Tim Riggs sent in another super chat. Thank you, Tim. He says, Eternals is damn hilarious. Hell yeah, Ghostbusters. And Alec Baldwin can't be trusted with an answering machine, let alone a gun. Good night, y'all. <laughs> I, I agree with that sentiment so much that I think that's how we'll close out the show. So, folks, 
from all of us here at World Class Bullshitters, thank you for watching. Be smart, be safe, be cool, but always be excellent to each other. Dot com. Yeah.